Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, episode number 806. 806. Wow. Um, Smart Wrestling Fan, the... My voice just cracked. My uh, (laughs) Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. I'm Joe Negron, along with the astute Mr. Mutant Larry. So astute. How are you today, Joe? Oh, so tired. How are you? I'm exhausted. I think we tried this how tired working for a living thing for 2,000 years. Now we find something else. It's bad. You, yeah. Hmm. Wouldn't you think that if you were 200 years ago, 300 years ago, you would have thought we would be doing better as far as people working to their butts to the bone? To make a living. Yeah, but you couldn't have predicted the internet and instant gratification warehouse type uh, delivery services. Oh. So you're saying if everybody would just take one day of not having to have something overnight, maybe we yes. have a uh-huh. day off or something. Correct. I... But they want it now. And sometimes mm-hmm. I want it now. So it's, you can't say, say that. It's too. everybody. Just because I want it from Amazon doesn't mean that I'm not. Screwing yeah. some poor Amazon employee. I know. By the way, it was it's <laughs> I discovered with Amazon it is kind of fun when they lose your package because yeah. they give your money back and then they're like, just keep it if it comes. So right. for a week, you're you're am I getting something free this week? That's true, but you never do get it end up getting it. I don't know. I feel good. It's about always this. gone. I, I ordered a shirt and uh. it didn't come within the, the time period, but I have a feeling it'll turn up somewhere. Okay, it's you a shirt. say that, but usually it's gone. I think it's a shirt. No one's going to steal it. I, no, it's, it's not that. Box. It's just that it's it was missorted and now it's gone. Whether the label fell off or it got put in the wrong truck and then whatever, it's it's gone. So it's all I if have this, right now. Let me. Okay, the shirt's going to be there. T- it'll be here tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the only thing I'm looking forward to this week. Listen, if you if you want to help us out and help Larry not die, here's what you do. Go to smartwrestlingfan.com and then um, get yourself some Smart Wrestling Fan Extra. Also, you can go on patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Same benefits, same everything. Actually, there's even more benefits to get if you um, subscribe at a higher tier. But as low as $5 a month, you too can get this show. This longest running weekly pro wrestling podcast, um, you can get it first. You get it before anybody else. That's your big benefit. That's your first benefit. But then also... At that same rate, you get all the back episodes of certain podcasts we did and tons of episodes, back episodes of this podcast. So you get like, you get like hundreds of episodes of Smart Wrestling Fan. You get, you get, um, every episode of Smart Movie Fan, every episode of Smart Wrestling Fan Retro, every episode of Smart Bojack Fan. That should be coming back sometime soon, right? Bojack? That's not as big of a time sink as. Right. We can do that. Yeah. Um, and others, and, and there's tons of others, especially uh, there's other, uh, there's other and after dark and other things. But the point is smart Bandersnatch fan, smart Star Wars holiday special thing fan. Oh not, my gosh. Not which isn't today like the anniversary of the Star Wars holiday special? It is. And there's a wow. new, there's a, there's a new one made by Lego, which means probably there's going to be a B. Arthur uh, cameo. Lego B. Arthur. Arthur Lego? Ooh. I, 
Larry's interested. So anyway, mm-hmm. if you go and do these things, there's other things you can get. Um, if you want to give more than $5 a month, um, you can pledge that on Patreon. And then um, what will end up happening is then if everyone did that, that's listening right now, Larry could have like a normal, he could quit his job and we could just do this full time. <sighs> we're already, okay. We're already doing this every single week for, this is the 16th year. Eight hundred six episodes. That's over fifteen years worth of episodes. So with no weeks off, none, zero. Anyway, that's that. I'm just trying to help. And Larry, you hopefully, you to help. get that extra T-shirt. I'm not sure why you need an extra one, but I hope you get it. I like T-shirts. I like tortoises. They did deliver. I got a Camp Crystal Lake. T-shirt, and on the back it says counselor. Mm. Really nice T-shirt. Ooh. Go and get you one. Just don't order it from Walmart because no. I don't want to mess don't with that, that crap. No, don't do that. So uh, we'll talk about wrestling today. Um, stuff happened. Other things. That's it. This was a week in wrestling that... I if you threw it in a dumpster, no one through. would notice. In every company and in every way. <laughs> I think... I think it was more interested in the news this week than anything that happened in wrestling. Yeah, that's true. It seemed more like a story that I was interested in. There was a story <sighs> you were interested in? Yeah. Oh. Let's go do the news at least. Okay. That's fine. So you got to do the ratings. Uh, for, uh, yeah. The ratings. We'll, we'll do that right now. The ratings are bad, but we'll do them. Um, what do we got here? So we've got numbers. Here's the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored another 1.6 million viewers. That's low again. That was the week before was the lowest third hour in Raw history ever. So they we're coming off of that, but they, they had a, a few more viewers. It, we, we almost could round up to 1.7 million, but that's still not great. SmackDown went back down to 2.1 million viewers. AEW went up. They went up to 764,000, and NXT had 632,000. So that's that. Um, I just feel like yeah, we're starting to get in an episode or a period of the world where we're talking about ratings. It's almost like we're talking about how many miles per gallon cars get when they're really electric cars now. Yeah. I know it's it's, of course, and that's it's been like that for years. It's been like that for years, and and you consume media differently. So you might not watch Raw live, or you might watch it on Hulu, or you might watch it on some stream you found, and you you're just watching it after it aired. There's there's you might be watching on DVR with the plus threes. There's a lot of ways you could be watching these shows. Um, you could be watching AEW on on the the Fight app or whatever. There's a lot of ways you could watch it, and those numbers don't count in in this. But yet, these numbers still matter to the networks because this is what they use to to uh, renew WWE's deals, where they pay WWE billions of dollars. But if they mattered, why are they paying so much for these shows? It, there's I wish so much. I knew. It Matt, it is a part of the, it. Used to be the complete formula: ratings, ratings, ratings. Right. It can't now, be now. It it's is impossible. A part of the formula, just and I'm yeah. not sure. Can you even give it a percentage? Is it a twenty percent part of the formula? No, no. It's more than twenty. No, it's more than twenty percent. I don't know. It just seems less and less important as we go you along. You are correct. You're absolutely right. 
but we've known that for a long, long time. But uh, there's th- nothing else yeah. to talk about as far as. <clears throat> yeah. We can't give any other numbers. It's really all you have to wrap <clears throat> your. Me. Yeah. And that's, around. that's the point. It's because, well, they're not going to talk about the illegal ways people are watching <laughs> the other shows and yeah. they can't really, you know, you can count Hulu in there, but that's, like a truncated show, so you can't really. I mean, yeah, how and you can't. Really count? There's no way to to talk about the gravitas of how much that's worth of ha- worth of having WWE in your lineup. That, right. that doesn't have a money value or a number, but that definitely goes into. Especially, I think Fox just loves saying that they have that show. That product. yeah, and they're the 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 most watched wrestling on all of television right now is SmackDown. Yeah. And that's because Roman it's on Reigns, Fox. It's and Roman Reigns. It's, well, it's because Roman Reigns. In more Reigns, ways than one. Yes. He, he's, he's the best draw, and he puts it over the mark. Because it's he true. Does, he doesn't watch That's it. a good point. But but a lot <laughs> of it's just to do with Fox and how many homes it's in. And that's just, you know, it's going to be in a lot more homes than USA. It's going to be in way more homes than TNT. It's going to be... It's going to be mental. That's all I can say. News bits and rumors. You want this. Here we go. Uh, WWE has come to terms on the release of Zelina Vega. This is what I found interesting. Zelina Vega gone lots now. Of lots of ways. So, so we we have to investigate this because okay. first Zelina, off, yeah, talented performer that definitely they used that definitely delivered. I liked her a lot. I, so it's not like it's not like they're getting rid of the last piece of crime time or something, <clears throat> right? Or Bo Dallas or whatever. No, it's not that at all. This is different, um, but it's very suspicious and weird. And there's a story behind it because, you know, WWE has been cracking down on anybody who's. And listen, there's 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 pros and cons to this. There's there's the, you can't just look at this. Um, this is a tough one, okay? It, it, well, because like I said before, to what we were talking about with the ratings, this is all wrapped up in the ever-changing. What are we doing with yes entertainment, the world, blah yes. blah blah. Yes, but here's the okay. Here's the crux. Here's the argument here, um, because right now we're talking about this thing uh, where WWE doesn't want any of their talent to be doing things on Twitch or anything like that, and if the talent does do streaming or videos or whatever on whatever service they're they're using WWE wants a cut of that money and people fans are very unhappy about that and saying that's not fair to the wrestlers don't forget though that these wrestlers most of them are millionaires so we're talking about a fight between billionaires and millionaires mm, and i understand so, somewhat yeah yes and i understand listen I never, ever want to side with the corporate horribleness of WWE. Shill. I, who wants to be a corporate shill that supports wood chippers and Saudi blood money and... About 40% of the United States voting. Horrible. I know. I know. It's really depressing. It's Don't true. start. Um, so, who wants to support that? Well, not many people. Except what Larry just said, but but it, the wrestling fans don't usually want to do that. They usually want to support the talent, the people they like, the wrestlers they like. Selena Vega is Selena Vega is an interesting one because she's not exactly a wrestler. <laughs> she is, but she was more of a manager, and then in a wrestling role, she would lose almost all her matches. 
So she was kind of an odd duck as far as what to do with her. Um, So I could see her being on the bubble of getting released regardless of all this Twitch stuff. But, But let's talk about the Twitch stuff. So she decided she did not want to stop streaming on Twitch. She was not going to do it. But then she was also one of the very loud people about unionization. It was her and More Paige, so especially. More so she got fired, I think, but whatever. Yes, but the point is, it was just a weird coincidence because she tweeted about the union thing, and then 10 minutes later, it was on .com that she was released. So, obviously, that wasn't the reason, but the timing was weird. Okay. If we dig deeper here, we find that Zelina decided... No, okay. Let's go back to this past, what, March, April, um, in the COVID, in the beginning of the COVID era, the empty, empty arena COVID era. If you remember, Roman Reigns was sitting it out at home, protecting his family. His immune system was, was kind of busted, but if he was more afraid that if he caught the COVID from anybody at work, he would bring it home and infect his family. So he wasn't about to do that. So he stayed home. And while he stayed home, he made a lot of money from fans because he opened up, what was that, a Cameo account. Mm -hmm. And on that Cameo account, all he did was talk to people for like 60 seconds on video, and they would pay him $500 a pop for that. That's a lot of money. And WWE wasn't seeing a dime of that. And at the time, we thought, isn't it weird that they're letting him do... We That's what we asked on the show. We said, isn't it weird that they're letting him do that? That seems like a thing you would do if you weren't... If you were a former WWE superstar. Yeah, the modern-day equivalent of going to those baseball card shows. And that's the thing. Exactly. So it seemed odd. But, again... We were like, okay, but hey, he's making money, so I guess if he if WWE doesn't mind, it se- it seemed tacky to us that he would be because that would be like the Undertaker, like doing autograph signings with Ric Flair and whatever, and while they're still <clears throat> under contract with WWE, and it just seemed weird. So whatever, though, he was making money, and then everybody started jumping on that, and Alexa Bliss was doing that, and she was like, people would ask her out, and then she would be like, nope, sorry. I have a boyfriend, and then they would pay her six hundred dollars to get that news or whatever. And it was it was weird, but anyway, that aside, we go to the future or we go to the now, and we have Zelina Vega. And although I don't know anything about her doing cameos, what I do know is that WWE found out that she had opened up an OnlyFans account. If you know what that is, wink, wink. Well, it can be different things. I know it can be. Under the name Megan Minx. Now, what does that sound like, Larry? It sounds like she got WWE creative to help her out with the name. Right. But listen, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not saying that there is. I'm saying while you're working for WWE... mm, there's something, I think there is something wrong with that. And you can argue all day about the independent contractor versus employee thing. 
that's that's well, a different that's story. Well, that's why they have a basis for arguing. It's because it's not like a regular job because they're not real employees. Right. So, but let's this talk, is right. going, things like this is going to pop up all right. the time whenever there's a new technology or whatever a new end for this. It's Obviously. going to be a problem because there's no yeah. definition of exactly what they are. Correct. So, but here's what. So okay. now the thing is, are they going to make them all redo their contracts now with every time that a new yeah something comes to. along? Yes. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to. So it's weird. So I understand the people that are like, no, she should be able to do whatever she wants and make as much money as she can. That's the hustle. Now, That's the hustle know, way like, to look people, at it, right? The managers of Facebook are dissuaded from having Facebook accounts. Yes. And we all know the, what that. So it's not wrong for them to do it. But now imagine doing that with a wrestler who's you know, entire career is dependent on whether you push them or not. Yeah. You say you're dissuaded from having right this or that. You're telling them no without putting it in a contract. Correct. But I guess the question is this. So people are very upset and say it's not fair as Lena Vega should be able to do what she wants. <clears throat> and I think, of course, she should be able to do what she wants. But when you work for, I don't know, when you're a, when you're a character on a TV show... I don't know. It's this is the this is the tough line here. By the way, should I tell you what she's doing on that account, Megan? Wait, Mink? wait a second. Are you yeah. hooked up? Are you, um, are, well, are you yeah. A live fan. I'm looking in. No, but I'm looking in. She is charging one thousand dollars for a photograph where you tell her what character to dress up as, and she will dress up as that. And she made she made rules and said. Has to be at least two pieces of of costume. You can't. Do cat ears count as two? No. Because that's two ears. It counts as zero. I think. No, I'd say. Yeah. My rules. Well, I guess I can go with a tail. So there, two. But anyway, two. again, listen. Outside WWE bubble, she wants to do this. That's fine. More power too. Awesome. Right. Hey, I listen. I fully support anyone who. Takes I know, money like, from people but listen, who put money in those. I but really inside inside the WWE bubble. Is it okay for an on-screen character they have as Zelina Vega to also have the secret night job as Megan Minx, the whatever you want to call it? Is that, again, some people are like, of course it is. She should be able to do whatever she wants. But that's like, that's, it's not the same as, but it's similar to the not understanding freedom of speech and saying she should be able to say anything she wants, even at work and curse out her boss and give everybody the finger and wear Nazi memorabilia. And it's like, I'm taking this extreme, make being ridiculous about it, but I'm saying it doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. I don't, there's still consequences and there's still, you know, I, it's see, you got to talk more, Larry. I'm going to just sound know, like I'm you're, siding you're with corporate exactly WWE when I'm not. It is a new thing where there are no answers, no mm. clear-cut answers. And then you throw it in a business where the actual business is not clear-cut as far as no. what is going on there. So Let me tell you. Obviously, it's going to come back down to, unfortunately, yeah. them doing whatever they want, WWE. Let me tell They're you. They're going to have to make that rule, and Let it's me, going to be their rule. Yes. There's no right. fallback here. But let me tell you. What ends up happening on Alistair Black and stuff? 
Alistair Black goes through a table every week now. Every every week that Megan Minx dresses up like a half-naked Mortal Kombat character, Alistair has to go through a table. Would you go with Mortal Kombat? Um... No, I'm not doing I would go this. I probably a Josie and the Pussycat thing. That's fine. You're going to pay $1,000. No, 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 no. Okay. Check. No. Okay. I'll dress up like Josie and the Pussycat for $1,000. Oh, okay. That's fair. Done and done. So, listen. Again, I'm saying in a bubble, she wants to do this. Let her do it all day and all night. And that's great. But I don't know if it's okay i don't and again people are going to say of course it is independent contractor they don't they can't control her life but it's not just her life if she's also a character on this show so well do you remember when they had that whole and it's kind of disappeared about oh you hired this attractive woman oh she gets pregnant oh what do you do Remember that one? Yeah. And that kind of that was a thing for a while, and then they're kind of like, oh, let's not talk about what we do when women get pregnant. Yeah. So well, they, what they do is if they're, a, if they're a big star, they let them do whatever they want. And if they're not a big star, they, uh, yeah, Maria got fired. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. That's, that's sad. Yeah, that's really sad. Okay, so let's, but we have to look at another level of this. So here's my... Here's my personal biggest issue with this. It's not even the fact that the character, you know, whatever Zelina Vega is now going to do these other things. And this is maybe why WWE was like, okay, that's the line right there and had to fire her. It's more like this. If we, if it's, let's say it's WWE changes their mind tomorrow and says, it's okay, do whatever you want. Excuse me. Do you understand when you open up a Twitter account or an Instagram account or an OnlyFans account or a Patreon account or start a new podcast, do you understand the number one problem with any of those things? It is that there are millions and millions and millions of people doing that. And there's almost no discovery left the landscape is completely flooded. So let's say Zelina Vega was never in WWE. She will find her niche, obviously, doing this. She will find it. Will she become rich from it or be able to make a living doing that? I don't know. Will she, now that she was on WWE... And has used them as a platform for major exposure. Yes. Now she's set. Anyone who leaves WWE to do these things and decides, well, Xavier Woods, for example, if he doesn't want to give a cut to WWE and he feels like he wrestled enough, now he's gotten enough exposure and fans from that to go be Austin Creed and play video games and get paid a ton of money. People throw money at him because he pretends to be scared 
playing a horror game or whatever. And he goes, ah, oh, I am scared. And they're like, here. And they're throwing money at a millionaire. Again, that's what people will do. But if he never was on WWE and he never was on anything and he's just Austin Creed in a sea of millions of Twitch people. But, okay, so you're talking about the opposite way that someone takes advantage of the company. And then we always talk about the way the company takes advantage of the people. So there you are. Yes. Oh, I know. I'm not saying it's a one-way street. I I get it. I'm saying this has to be looked at as a thing. People, you could totally now just use WWE. Whether you're, let's say you're like, some sports person that they hired and you're like, you're sort of known, but whatever, you know, like a Kate, Katie cotton cat or whatever you're, you're sort of, or whatever her name is. Um, Casey, that's her name. And you're sort of known, but WWE gives you a big push on raw. Like with Selena Vega, she's on every single week. She's on, she's on multiple segments. She's on commentary. She's, they give her the mic a lot to talk for her guys and they do that. But this whole time, I'm not saying Zelina had any nefarious anything. I'm saying now is this a thing where you could just go in, let them give you that push, do this for a a year and then just use your, your fame that you gained from them and just go, you know, be successful on another platform because, Eh, you don't need to bump anymore. Why would you need to do that when you could just get a thousand dollars to dress up like something which you think is fun anyway? Yeah, that's all. I'm just, I'm yes. just, yes. I'm just, I'm just trying to look at all angles here. Hmm. I don't oh, mean the photo, you know, of course. Like you said, the flip side is, hey, hire some wrestler and he beats his body up and then you kick him to the curb because he's just a, you know, not a real employee. Oh, I know. I know. I'm not, again, I hate defending horrible WWE. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to look at all sides of this because it is new, and I'm trying to understand it. Um, and like I said, when I said not funny, that it was the most funny or most interesting storyline this week in wrestling. It was because her boyfriend still wants there. There's rumors that he wants to go back to NXT. They won't let him. Correct. Um, no, that's not a rumor that he he's asked to go back in NXT months and months ago. And can you imagine wanting to go back to NXT? I know. That's not how it's supposed to work. No, and the thing is, people that want to go back to NXT, you have to understand, your paycheck in NXT is very low unless you have some kind of special contract. Like when Samoa Joe got a special contract, that was the rare exception, and he was getting paid more money. Um I don't know if the same thing happened to um, Nakamura and Finn Balor and Adam Cole. But the point is this. When you go to that main roster, it's not just a bigger stage. You get seen by more people. It is a gigantic pay increase. So to want to go back to NXT, you re- there has to be something seriously wrong. Exactly. Which we know there is. My- we know there is. But... Oh, well. So that was your most interesting storyline in wrestling. Everything else is going to be boring this week. That's true. That's a good point. But anyway, so listen, like I said, I'm not picking sides. I'm saying from the the WWE perspective, there's this. Because uh, here's why. 
I have to look at all the, I'm trying to do this as a journalist that's looking at all sides. The fans obviously are going to jump to the, you know, they're a fan of Zelina. So they're going to jump to her defense and they're going to say, of course, she should be able to do what she wants. Freedom, 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 not understanding what that, you know what I mean? And that's fine. That's great. That's awesome. I'd much rather defend a person than a company. But, you know, like I said, this, there are a lot of weird circumstances and there are a lot of, um, you know, in the future, could we just, could we just do that? Could I just, could I just become an on-screen character, let's say, backstage interview guy that gets beat up by all the wrestlers? But I do that to use WWE as a platform for fame and then use that to springboard into something to be more successful. Well, like Larry said, well, WWE's going to use up people. Why not just use the company like that? Well, I mean, we've, in a way, we've dealt with this before. Remember the Brits or I screwed Brett shirts that, uh, oh, Hepner. Hepner was selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Kind of the same thing. It's kind, it's kind of the same, but eh. yeah, I understand. But anyway, so that, that was it's the whole thing. Nowadays, everybody can produce media. That's a big difference. Yeah. Even if it's just putting on cat ears on a tail. Oh now, God. if somebody has a thousand dollars and is willing to do that and then share it with me, I'm perfect, perfectly fine. Wow, no, I'm, she does not consider those part of the outfit. Those are extras. Those are accessories. Like, has to be are two socks, of one clothing. piece of clothing, or two. No, those don't count. Those are accessories. Sorry, oh, there you go. You have no socks or clothing. I bet if mm. I, yeah, if you wear it, it's clothing. Okay, was there any other news? Because that was just the interesting. Excuse me, that was no, that that was the big news story of the week. There's other wow, stuff, well. injury news and whatever. We're gonna sprinkle that through the shows. We'll talk about that as we go. Okay. Okay. So, so where shall we go first? Well, we usually go to NXT. We talk about mm-hmm. why and what and where. But here's the thing. We had a problem with NXT because it was getting bad in the pandemic era then they were okay with keeping multiple pedophiles on on call for wrestling on their show then we have these long weekly segments now with football head which again we could argue that football heads debut was awesome we could argue that he even had a really good promo back then. He's still annoying. He's still not the kind of heat that I think anybody should have. I think it's, for me, it's go away heat. You know, not always. Like I said, that one promo was pretty good. Um, We have commentary that I think is the most brutal in all of wrestling right now. It's rough. And it's really rough. Now we have a new thing where well, it's not that new, but for the past few months, every time you watch Raw or SmackDown, there's an ad for NXT, and it says live on Wednesday night mm. on USA. I don't know the last time there was an actual live NXT show. There's there just aren't any. They don't even lie. They don't even lie when they're doing the show. They don't put the live bug up. Everyone in that fake crowd is pre-recorded. I don't. Like and like Larry said last week or the week before, NXT is just becoming this third WWE show. 
<clears throat> that we have enough WWE between SmackDown, Raw, and pay-per-views. Yeah, if it's not going we, to be something different, then we'd have two major WWE shows. It's Yeah. And if it's not, oh, new making new stars, really? Because a lot of people going back there, there's a lot of people coming there that's like football head. It's not a real wrestler. There's veterans going yeah. through there. But, oh, it's it's an equal brand. What is it? Because guess what? We're in Survivor Series now. And Remember last year, Survivor you, Series? Where you at, though? Remember how NXT, was it last year or the year before? It was last year where they won Survivor Series? Where they... That's they how it had, works, right? If you win, you just they don't. You even won mention. forever. Like if you win the Super Bowl, you yeah. don't even play in the NFL the next year, no. right? I just every week it becomes less and less relevant. It becomes. I would more argue annoying. right now it's very not relevant. Yeah. Okay, so the point is this, and also another point: it used to be relevant when you were watching and you were you thought, oh, okay, I see this person developing. I see like Bailey. Like, yeah. Oh, great, great. And then they, but now if you're watching someone there developing and you like what you see, you're probably hoping they don't get caught up. Look yeah. at a, at a, what's his riddle now? Just yeah. riddle. I know. Wow. How embarrassing for that boy. It's very you know? embarrassing. That kid is just, oh, yeah. we'll talk it's, about but it. It's on exactly Raw, but it's, what we said. What it's really sad. Yeah. Well, yeah. His nickname's Dopey. How'd you guess, bro? Yeah. Um, so, starting now NXT's missing and gone from the show and you might say well I thought it was already no we would still talk about it every single week and I'd still give some sort of review but that's it we're done with NXT for now if it gets really awesome or something something changes um, there's a vaccine for COVID real fans come back they're not using pre-recorded stuff in the background they fire some pedophiles Again, I don't have to say allegedly if I don't say who I'm talking about. Um, if they do those things, maybe. But it's 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 no. I I have no. I don't enjoy it anymore. I enjoy certain wrestlers on there. I enjoy um, the Gargano family. I enjoy. Eh. Anyway, hey, the point is, this, I I make fun of. Uh, United or Undisputed Era all the time, just yeah. for the white bread thing. Yeah, but yeah, really enjoy that. But I can't, I can't have as much fun as I should have with something like that when I realize they're either never going to be called up or being called up and ruined. Prove yeah. me wrong, I, but I you agree. haven't in how many years now? Three years since I somebody agree. got yeah. a really good push, became a really, and those are mostly females, right? Yeah. I don't even remember the last male that I, I don't know. Because Keith Lee and Riddle, they're both kind of floundering right now on a team that can't get along. It's ridiculous. We'll on talk a about storyline that. that is the dumbest, most it's really used, really bad, really poor. Uh, we'll talk about that during Raw. But so yeah, NXT we're gonna just totally just disregard right now, and that brings me to my next point. The the we we. Didn't realize it's been over a year since we did the weekly rankings where we rank each show. The experiment is over, kids. You're free. You're free to go. You're free. You're free. You're free. You're free to go. You're free to go. So NXT kids go run around in a field or whatever. And um, yeah. Although I must say, think about how things have changed in a year. 
and that's the thing. NXT was Listen. battling the I mean, almost the champion. I would have said and NXT SmackDown was, at the was top. awful without a doubt. Was oh. SmackDown was unwatchable. That third hour Raw always always got me, and Dynamite really really shined most weeks. But Larry, before this show, you said I don't even know how I'd rank the shows this week. I. There were so many problems with so many of the wrestling shows this week. I don't know either. I look back at Dynamite and I barely recognize it. And I go, wow, it had a good opener, a good main event. And that middle was, I mean, it ranged from terrible to who are these people? To Well, let's talk, well, let's this talk is like about the Dynamite Q now squad. and try to figure out. Yeah. What they did this week. <clears throat> Here, okay. Here's what gets me most mad. And you tell me what I'm missing. Because I got excited and I even retweeted Tony Khan and I never do that. No. I don't retweet companies or whatever. I did this. You know why I did, Larry? <clears throat> because for whatever reason, before Dynamite started, now we said Full Gear was awesome. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. It was great. And uh, we were looking forward to what Dynamite was going to bring after Full Gear. But Tony Khan, before the show, teased this. Massive surprises. I can't think of one that happened. As well as... One thing kind of surprised me, but not in like... Not in a good way. He He said this. The shift of balance in wrestling will change tonight. I'm like, wow, something awesome is going to... This is going to be crazy. Like, did he get confused and tweet about the wrong thing? That would be like... I hope he saw maybe the the shows two weeks from now or something, because this isn't even on the the board for this week, let alone last week. I am so upset that... Okay. Like Tony Khan, he is a very creative guy. He's a very smart guy as far as understanding wrestling. For a non-wrestler, he understands wrestling like like he's worked there for years, and he hasn't. And he lost a lot of my trust. I blindly retweeted this because I thought, if he says it, why would it not be true? He hasn't let me down. Mm, man, can we count this? This is the first ball drop by yes. AEW. Well, I'd say one, there was a few, and one of them was letting Matt Hardy continue in that one match. But yeah, okay, um, that's a that's that's different than a planned this bait and switch or what. Tony Khan made me made me feel like this was what Bischoff would have done if Twitter was around. During the end of WCW. That's what this felt like to me after I watched AEW. I cannot tell you what he was talking about in this show. I can't either. Because if he means massive surprise, if he means the guy that showed up at the end, you just showed him last week. Yes. No, no. We were told he's back. He's okay. And the... No, that's... Let me read this. Let me read this to you again, Lay. This is really important. I'm thinking of the show right now. This is really important. The shift of balance in wrestling will change tonight. That's not the MJF thing. We already knew, and it's not that big a deal. I don't know what he's referring to. 
I really don't know. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about AEW. No, but the a the the title picture thing was set last week, and all we got was everything people. we knew already. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, we're going to go through it step by step, so maybe we'll find something. Maybe we'll figure out what he was talking about. Okay. So yeah, uh, Jr. Thanks me because it's Veterans Day. Thanks, oh. Jr. Hey, do you know what I got for Veterans Day? Nothing. Nothing. But you know what I should have got for Veterans Day? The day day off. off. And I will say this every freaking year. You give me, what do we have? Veterans Day, Armistice Day, I wore boots day. I look good in camouflage day. We have like six days for veterans. Even I say this is too much. One day and we get it off. Yeah. It's so simple. I know. Oh, just, I, okay. Team Dad. I guess Jesus works on Christmas, so Team Taz out, and they talk to Darby Allen, who's sitting in the audience, and Taz says, "My guys are no jokes. They aren't the jokes. They're for wheels." Brian Cage versus Matt Sydal. Poor Matt Sydal. Wow. Darby, we're told, has thumbtacks on his jacket now. I hope they pointed the yeah right the right way, way so he doesn't get hurt said. every time. He just doesn't like himself. Match, match, match. What was that? Penance? Oh, my God. No rem- no one remembers that comic book character, Penance. Mm. Remember it? He had like. He was like an like iron. An he was like a walking Maiden Iron suit. Maiden. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was bad comics back. The match, match. Oh, they announced AEW video games. And like three of them, like a farm simulator and a. And I don't know. What else? A floor polish? Um, what's, why, why are there three games, Joe? I don't understand. Because one of them is a wrestling game. The other one's like a gambling game. Okay. And you can pay well, real money to cool. win, to win like W, uh, not WWE, AEW merch. This is weird. What's I don't know why you one, need like three games. And the third one's just Barbie horse adventure with, uh, <laughs> why, why did they just reskin Kenny Barbie Omega. horse adventure for every, it's Bar- every it's Barbie's cool. hangman page horse adventure. <laughs> Remember there when they reskinned it and made it Walking Dead Barbie's Horse Adventure? I do. That was great. Uh, Drill Claro, Cage wins. Drill okay. Claw. So, so far, this seems like a slow AEW. Right. It seems but fine, but I'm slow. wondering if we're watching. You, that's, I dark. would say that's one of the slowest, least exciting openings of AEW ever because they usually do such. They usually, you know, do something big on top and. That's what she said. And uh, uh, in the ring, Taz says they want that TNT Tag Team Championship, which you already figured out. No, he wants come the, back. He wants a TNT title, not a tag team title. Oh, back and Cody Rhodes comes out. Jared says, what a country, because he can have his name back. I'm not sure what Jared means. Okay, let me tell you the deal. Cody got the name Rhodes back because he traded away all rights to... He said he told WWE and he told Vince, or Triple H, not Vince, that he would stop asking for things like war games and all those pay-per-views. And they said, well, okay, if you can sign something that says you're going to leave us alone for all those WCW trademarks, you could have your name. And that was the trade. But why? What a country. Who was, yep. What a country. It, that's just it. He wanted to be Yakoff, um, Whackoff, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Smirnoff was ice. that? Was he the original meme before there was even the internet? Yes, he was. It was him and oh. Balky Bartakamoose that were both the big original memes. Oh, good God! No, I think the original meme was Ralph Cramden. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, see that. I think so. 
Okay. <laughs> Cody congratulates Darby Allen. He's like going forever with the echo of Smirnoff. Okay, can we Dance. can we start this segment by saying this was the worst segment in in AW's short lives history? Like this is this there's nothing that I can think of that's worse than this. And I'm okay, counting what? I'm counting the voodoo stuff. I'm counting I'll go further. Because this is, pro- I would agree, worst, se- worst segment in AEW history. Secondly, just one of the worst speaking segments in history of wrestling. But yeah, it is compounded. Imagine if you had the worst talking segment that was terrible, that was also taking you into a storyline that you do not want. <laughs> that, that no one just, would ever want this, for any reason. Yeah. It would be like if somebody kicked off a football game and the football was a big turd. Yes. It's like, ooh, it's a turd. And it's also kicking off the worst football game. Oh, it's just re- – because the kickoff to this – okay, let's just talk about it. Because, okay, go ahead. No one will believe this is real. Yeah, you honestly do need to see this because I cannot explain to you what happened here because – did you ever see the interview with the the lady reporter and she has a mild stroke on TV? No. You've never seen that? That's horrible. She's, no, because it sounds no, awful. It, it is. She, she survived. She's great. So it is kind of funny just because she does that thing where your brain just kind of explodes. And she's like, she's like, yeah, Jen, we're here at the top with the popcorn to take and a lot of debate. Oh, that's horrible. And you could see in her in her face that she is speaking words in her mind yeah. and her body is doing other things. And it's it's. It's crazy weird, and you can watch the interview with after, and she's all fine, so it's all okay. All right. Well, Cody congratulates Darby Allen, and some woman comes out and takes the mic. And I'm like, okay, what is, okay, all right. Let's get this out of her way. Her name is Jade Cargill. Yep, I mean, I, that's supposed to mean something to me. Yeah, so I, because but, I Because guess her? what? Guess what? They've signed her. She is officially with AEW. I hope she can wrestle. I have... No idea. I hope she can wrestle because she can't talk. She comes out. She looks fine, I guess. She, but I, but because of dark, suddenly I'm like, should I know? Is she somebody who hangs right. around dark? And was I she know that? Right. Was she on that that YouTube tournament? Was she was she somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. But we don't know her. So she says, I, I don't even know how to explain. She says, Cody, you sure do talk and. You talk things and now you're road, but you're talking now and you you're a guy. You say you're wrestling and kill giants and stuff and you say things and. But and OK, so, but say it like she does. No, you, you say it like she does, because I seriously don't know what she was talking about, except for one catchphrase she used in there that brings it around to the end. What Cody, was she say? I don't know. Cody's like, can I help you? And she's like. I don't know. Can you? She's like a, a. She makes Aaliyah seem like a master thespian. She's she's like, I am Jade Cargill. I'm the total package. So she's Lex Luger's daughter. I don't think so. <laughs> I, Cody. Okay, but you know saying nothing about giants. Yes, Look at yes, yes. you. 
It was weird. Now, now you're getting to where I don't because every sentence would just be something random like that. Now I, you're a Rhodes. oh, congratulations, getting back your name. <laughs> I what? I don't know what's happening. And I, okay, so whatever this is, okay, so keep keep talking. What happens next? It, it, she sounded like you just played back. Do you remember when computers were brand new and it was yeah. exciting that you could type something in, a sentence in, and the computer would say it, it would, say, it would repeat it? It sounded like you just had that at the state fair and then you played back just random sentences that yes. everybody typed in. None yes. of them connect to the sentence no. before. You don't know why they did. You I'm know like, nothing about Why are you after science? Cody? What is this? Oh. Okay, go ahead. You Tell me what happens. A giant killer. I, what? So, uh, as this is going on, because it's obviously a train wreck of epic proportions. Yeah. All Jr. can say, think to say is, uh, "Hey, Tony, don't say what you're thinking." <laughs> She's girl. Mm. What? I don't know. The, it. I don't know how long it went because it's one of those things where your time brain stood has still to during this segment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To believe what you're seeing. And finally, she's like, earlier, I said the word giant. Okay, but giant. that's not, okay, that's not what she says. She goes, she goes, you, those, that giant you speak of, you mean what, you no. spoke of? She, she dropped giant killer in a, one of her 25 sentences earlier that I, and then at the end, she's you, like, that giant, his name is the Shacks. Shaq. What? And then Tony's what? like, Tony's like, whoa, is that Shaquille O'Neal? He only needs one name like you name. You have two now. He has no. just one. But remember when you talked about giants, his, his no, name no, Shaq. No. What? Cody's name is not Cody Giant Killer Rhodes. Okay. Wait. But why Shaq? Why do I, why would I No want one wants why this. Is, okay. You're telling me anytime somebody says something about giants, Shaq gets upset and wants to come. He has so much Papa John's and the general and gold bond money. I don't know why he would want to wrestle, but okay. So, so then, okay. It gets weirder. What happens now? So, so then, oh, I, I know it was scheduled, but it really seemed like Brandy just ran out because. This was terrible. And Brandy actually does. I don't know if she's just because she's decent next to Jade, but she actually seems upset and can show emotion. And Brandy's all yelling at her and like, get away from my man. Although it's a different. How many different Brandies have we seen? Okay. In this is the Brandy that was the Brandy. I'm trying not to be mean. This was the Brandy we saw when she was with Moose in TNA. Now, it's not the voodoo brandy, and no. it's not the business lady brandy, no. and it's not the I love my husband brandy. This is the- It's not the, the family lady brandy. I'm going to say, I'm going to use her words. This is the UB Triflin brandy from yes. TNA. Yes. Yes. So. Where she talked a different way because she thought that's how Moose would like her to talk. And this- so she gives her all kinds, don't you talk to my man like that, blah, blah, blah. And then turns to walk away, and this jade lady slaps her butt? Yes. Why? 
I don't know why. Is that a fight thing? That fe- I've never seen know. two. I have seen many women get into a yelling fight and then turn to fisticuffs. I've never seen one of them pat. It's not even a. It's a. It pat. was a. Bu- it was a butt boop. I don't know. God, it's so weird. Yeah. So but then- they're arguing, fighting, and in the confusion, Brian Cage attacks Cody, and Cody has to be like, "Oh, thank God." I know, but hit be, me, okay, hit me harder. But be- but before that, what happens with the two women? What happens with the two women? They there's a big like pull apart. Yeah, I said they fight. And why okay, they but fight. but wait, okay, when they fight, they purposely send out Jerry Lynn. This is how much they were aware of what this segment was. They sent out Jerry Lynn to separate them, so the fans would chant Jerry like Jerry Springer. Ah, oh, yes, that. that happened. That's real. What? What? Okay, this was so Impact Wrestling. This was bad. This would have been bad for Impact. We would have made. We'd be like, "Wow, Impact is just the worst Impact ever gets with this." This was. Why would you let somebody? That would be like putting someone in the ring that you have no idea if they can wrestle. You yeah. put someone on the stage and had no idea if they can actually speak. Well, like English I said, Jade Cargill better be the greatest wrestler of all time if they <laughs> hired her because. What was happening here? What do you remember? Uh, who was it? Serena last the Dobbs. Serena Deeb when she was like, "I am yoga. I like yoga, and I do, do herbal oh, substances." This Brain cells so gone. So, <laughs> so yeah, I Ron Cage attacks Cody, but. Darby Allen, with his music, makes the save with his pokey jacket, which I think is going to be a thing. So Taz people run away. And then Will Hobbs is late for the only thing he does, which is swoop in and save people. Yes. I I am no longer afraid to get in a fight at a bar. And I go to some sketchy bars. I'm no longer afraid because if I get in a fight, I know Will Hobbs is going to show up. That's true. That's what he do. That's what I do. I know. He just swoops in and just if you're in a fight, if you're ever in a fight, Will Hobbs will save you. Everybody gets one. Except Darby gets like six, maybe. Uh, wow, that segment was embarrassing to me to watch it and say I watched it, and I did. Oh, hey, W. Also, wow. two, two. I know. Also, two Jr. complaints. He did it again, like Jungle Jack. So, Excalibur says, "Oh, it's a thumbtack jacket," and then. JR goes, oh, Thumbtack Jack, Thumbtack Jack. Oh. And then Will Hobbs comes out and he goes, oh, Willie Hobbs, Willie, Will, it's Willie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, Thumbtack Jack. That was like Chainsaw, that chainsaw, bring back Chainsaw Charlie. Yep. Oh, Chainsaw so, Chuck. I changed his that name. That was the chainsaw most... Chuck. Yeah. Stunningly bad, unprofessional, crappy-looking thing I've seen in AEW. I am shocked that that was on an AEW product. So, Tony, Tony, you're making me not be able to trust you after that tweet. So, you- Shaq, mentioning Shaq is going to change the landscape of wrestling forever? Hmm. Let's see. We mentioned Shaq in WWE a ton, and then he was supposed to wrestle at WrestleMania, and that match never happened. Why would anyone trust Shaq so, to wrestle? So, where's, where's Mike Tyson? Yep, that whole story just disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. I don't. This was this was a turd sandwich 
and it was introduced. It was introducing in a whole lineup oh. of turd food to come. I'm gonna get more. Oh. You're like, oh, this is a turd sandwich. Oh wait, it's just it's the opening course of the entire turd meal of Shaq pimping. Yeah. What, what is he gonna pimp on? The, is it gonna be Papa John's? Is it gonna be Gold Bond? It's gonna be a Papa John's pizza with Gold Bond powder on on as a topping, and icy and drive. icy hot as a topping, and you get. And you, you get a you free discount drive, at the general insurance. insurance. Yes. Although, listen, at least at, I will. Listen, Shaq advertises things that hey, if you like, you like pizza and Goldbaum powder has its purposes. I, I love, I love dinner. Shaq. Yeah, and I love Goldbaum, and I love pizza, and I okay. love icy hot. I love all those things. Let's save our let's save our hatred for the people who do the the millionaires. I don't like who insurance, do like reverse mortgages and. Why does no? Tom it's not. It's to, it's to it's Larry. Larry, it's po- it's poison mortgage. Some people call him mortgage, but no, I'm Tom Selleck, so obviously that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> A recap of the Kenny Page Omega match is probably that recap is probably the best thing on the show. Do you know what? Okay, let's talk about this right now. This dynamite was not live. It certainly felt not live, and also, this was like fake over true that's not good marvez is in the back with moxley and a bad mic the mat oh it's terrible all night they until the very last backstage segment they forget to turn off the uh, so we get this weird audio doubling horribleness moxley just says stuff and wishes omega luck it was okay but it was not even close to you could barely understand him not as close as any of the good stuff he's and I I'm a good fan of his talking now. Bunkhouse mutt mutt. Bunkhouse match. Butcher and the blade versus natural <clears throat> nightmares. Oh. Oh my god. Okay. Why okay, we don't need this. Okay, it's also a feud built on dark. Don't care. Feud on dark. It's over bunny and ringing up all the credit card money on QT Marshall's credit cards. That's all this feud is for. I, why, why? So again, QT's make a wish wish this week was I want to be in a a bloody specialty match with dust with one of the Rhodes brothers. Yep. Uh, So yeah, Bunny handcuffs Dustin Rhodes. Did Bunny blade Marshall? What Marshall blades somebody? Dustin breaks the cuffs off. Yes, Butcher and Blade. Butcher and Blade blade like crazy. Okay. Uh, uh, Dustin does a bulldog in a dumpster to butcher. I think it was the blood that takes them out. So bloody blade versus bloody Marshall. They face off. QT gets it. He's like, I also want a giant ladder. And they're like, okay, whatever you want. QT. So, and, and listen, if you watch this on the fight app, instead of TNT, then you heard the commentary. If you watch these parts, if you watch, cause they always, you know, there's no commercials on there. So, during the breaks of the match, you get to hear more this this just extra commentary. Here's Jair's commentary during the breaks. I don't understand why the referee's not stopping this match. You got an obligation to stop this match. You gotta stop it. He's bleeding. Look at his head. He's bloody. And then when we go back in the air, nope, let's see more blood and this is fun. But yes, he was trying to convince, I don't know who, himself, that it's not okay to bleed in a match. And the referee should have just stopped it a long time ago. 
That sounds like a fun ending to this gimmick match. Why was QT off a giant ladder not the end of the match? Why does Blade need to kick out of that? That elbow drop? It made no sense that that wasn't the end. Mm. Because QT has to accidentally bump Bunny through a table. Really? Number one, you want to do that. Why couldn't it have been earlier before the ladder? Yep. And number two, I hate when faces accidentally knock a female around. Yep. Stephanie, huh? the only receipt she ever got was, oh, look, Triple H put her through a table by accident. Hmm. That's not a receipt. Sorry. The match itself. It was fine. Listen, it was fine. It's just all that blood and all that. But it's a bloody specialty payoff match for the story you didn't see. That's correct. That makes it pretty bad. I'm every whatever. I know. Matt Hardy. Oh. Matt Hardy has gets interviewed. He says Sammy had to end this way, but you're going. Sammy's going to be a bigger star because of our feud. Okay, this was okay. That was kind of cool. That's fine. Yeah. Ah, back for video. Are we ready for Jericho and MJF being a team? Jericho comes out with the the old inner circle, except Sammy's not there. Mm. MJF and Wardlow come out. MJF speaks as he's glad to be a part of him he's written a poem but he just steals drake's lyrics about yes. the start of the problem and ortiz doesn't like that he's like that's he fun. didn't write that that's a real song <laughs> he's like i did mjf's like yes i did i wrote that a lot of the inner circle are mad but jericho say hey this is all on me i made the match and i lost so it's all on me but mjf says eh, but there's more because it's more important that it's jericho's birthday and they release they release the balloons and they just blow away before they could yep. tumble down. All that money on balloons and they're all gone. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> MJF says he also has a huge announcement. They're going to Vegas. Everybody okay. next week is going to Vegas. Hooray. Okay. I'm starting to wonder, is does AEW have a gambling problem? Is that the underlying story yes. here? Yes. There's going to be a gambling video game, Larry. So, yeah. Exactly. Back in a recap of the Bucks victory. Uh, Marvez is outside their door, and of course he's scared because he might get kicked again. But the Bucks are happy now, and I don't know what's going on here. They say, okay, this is very confusing. The Bucks were super heelish. They were kicking people, yes. mm-hmm. innocent people. They've won now, and now they're happy. And it kind of seems like, okay, they are happy. But then they're picking their own opponents, which seems healy. And yeah. they're picking somebody from the Indies, so it's that whole Bret Hart who was the guy Brett gave the shot to? I forget. Um, El Dandy. El Dandy. Yeah. Who are you to? Who are you to? Who are you to doubt El Dandy? That's maybe one of my favorite. <laughs> it's very uh, funny. Oh, uh, but so and then they apologize to Marvez and leave. I don't know the alignment of the Bucks now. I don't know no. what the story led to. Do you? No, really. I really don't know what's going it on. It seemed right like now. they were cranky because they were, they couldn't get to the top, but now they're at the, now they're at the top. They sure didn't seem very excited to be the champs. They were like, "Yes, this is what we're, our goal. We did it, and now but we're fighting. They, now we're going to face top flight. These two, yes, little guys Which seems healy because like, I don't know these people because uh, they are on dark. Well, that's the thing. Jr. asks, he's like, "Who's top flight? You know about them, Excalibur?" And he goes, "They won a match on dark." It's like, what? okay, then we don't know who they are. Yeah, and it leads back to me being, are they doing that because they're evil and they're picking <sighs> an easy opponent? I don't know. I, lots of, that was not a good segment by a company that does great backstage segments. Yeah. 
Well, at least the next match isn't a match that was built on dark. That, oh, no, wait. because this is Scorpio Sky versus Sean Spears. Oh, my who, God. It's dark. Who again. I get, I, every other show of AEW Dynamite, they mention that they supposedly don't like each other. That's what I've been told if I only watch Dynamite. Yeah. I'm told it's a feud. Also, I'm told that it's 76 degrees. So, Joe, don't worry about the humidity tonight. I love uh, it. I love that they every week now. <laughs> Uh, JR, honestly, I'm not kidding. I believe JR thinks AEW invented picture in picture from what he says. He says that <sighs> we've been doing it for longer than anybody. I'm right. Like three years ago, WWE was doing that. <laughs> I have no idea what he thinks is going on. He's like, but they're, they're doing a copy. They're copying us. To your point, Joe, for some reason during this match, they cover that whole thing about where Wheeler Walker or whatever his name is from uh, FTW, FTR. Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. Yeah. Went to the top rope. They actually talk about it here. Why here? I don't know. Yes. But plugging holes. Mm-hmm. Tully throws in two slugs. Like oh, metal. my God. The slug distraction for the real slug. So Scorpio Sky picks one up. Doesn't use it, but Sean Spear does. Well, Scorpio is like, ah, I'm safe now if I don't use this. Not realizing there's a second one. So we get the loaded, yeah. Yeah, do you know why this works? Because I see a bunch of matches where he throws in one. Yeah. Except this is right, this doesn't work if we you never show saw, me the payoff and I haven't we seen We never the saw the, the other spots. Great job. Wow, this I, show's getting worse as I describe it. It's really upsetting. I don't like I don't like saying bad things about Dynamite because they've been so on the money. This show was a big miss. You've got to say it if it is. Dosh is this doesn't even make sense. Do, again, what is going on with my alignments and everything? Dasha cut to her. She's going to talk to Kenny. But no, Kenny took off. Well, that's interesting. What is yeah. going on? What does well, that Marvez mean? Marvez finds Kenny in the parking lot <clears throat> and Kenny says, Yeah, I had a really great match and I'm ready for my title match. Why is he leaving? What? What am I supposed no, to take away from the character? What was I told here? I have no clue. Because he's big leaguing. He's like, well, I'm number one contender. I get my title. By the way, he doesn't get his title shot at the pay-per-view, which is until February. He gets it on December 2nd. Do you understand why this is? And it might be a spoiler for some people, but I'm going to let you know, Larry. Had to get it Had to get it out of the way before uh, Pearl Harbor Day. That's terrible, but no. Well, um no, it's so that Kenny can win the title on, on December 2nd and start the Kenny Omega era of, of AEW. John Moxley is currently the United States champion in New Japan. That way, <laughs> How long is it since he's been there? Seven, eight months. I don't know, long. But so Moxley then can go f- miss Christmas, fly to Japan, quarantine, and... On the 4th or 5th of January, with which it's the two-day event of Wrestle Kingdom, one of those days, he can put his title up on the line against Kenta. And because, hopefully, it well, you know what? A lot of this is going to depend on a vaccine at that point in January. So assuming there's still no vaccine, probably lose the title to Kenta in some cheating fashion. Excuse me, because you can't, Beat John Moxley 
for the United States title while John Moxley is AEW champion. They don't do that. So John Moxley will lose one title, then he'll lose the other title, and then he can quarantine back, and by whenever, end of January or whatever, he could be back in AEW. And then he could be depressed, and then he can Probably. become repre- unpressed right. when I'm his also, wife comes to AEW. Wow. Um, that's true. Also, I'm guessing that that's around the time that Jericho's also going to do the quarantine, and he's going to disappear for a month and go to New Japan maybe to wrestle Tanahashi again? I'm not sure yet. But this is probably the okay. plan. Just letting you know. Go ahead. If they, if when they go over in Christmas at time, and they can bring us back a present from New Japan, who do you want them to drag back from New, New Japan to AEW? One person. Oh, wow. I want Hmm. I don't want to take people away from New Japan. Well, you got to. But if one you, person. If you have to... I, I want them to bring back Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. Oh, oh, watch him go crazy. Now, Actually, most likely, guess. though, they'd bring back Tanahashi. <laughs> oh, oh, he would be awesome. Yes. Uh, well, okay. We haven't had a lot of great. Honestly, the bunk, bunkhouse match was fine, but not without the story I never got. Yeah. But, so we haven't had a lot of great gold. So let's. What do we get here? <clears throat> Ty. Conte? That Conte! Yeah. Versus Red Velvet. Let me tell you what. Red Velvet is the persona of only exists on Dark. Yeah. I hear things about her. I think she's been on... She's been on AEW once before with Brandy, and I was like, who? Yeah. Anna Jay is with Conte. So why... Uh, Okay, so Brandy... Let me... I'm going to be... I'm going to... Listen, if we say it about WWE, we have to say it here. Brandy's hanging around with Red Velvet and doesn't like this new Jade character. She doesn't want either. She wants to make sure they're nowhere near Cody. I wonder why. Hmm. I'm just saying that I can't know anything about them because they're not on the program I watch. I know. I'm just. I was just speculating and then as to what. Comes out and she's she's so upset from the previous. Which I would be too. The previous segment that she can't do the the stirring of the pot that no. Red Velvet does that I don't know is a gimmick because I don't watch Dark. <sighs> wow. Uh, this match is not. It's not terrible. Anna J. It exists because Anna J. Okay, this is how convoluted. I barely know that Anna J. is somehow in the Dark Order. Right. She tries to give Conti a chair. Right. But I don't know Conti enough to know that she's face, but has an evil friend. Remember the so last when time Conti doesn't use it. I don't. Yeah. The last time we saw Conti and Anna Jade together was months and months and months ago on Dynamite, and they hugged each other, and JR said, Let's go to the mall. So Andy, so <laughs> Conte beats Velvet clean I, without using the chair. I don't are we really? Do we? I really need to know about the I dark order trying I to get into the women's division. No idea. In the back, Marvel is, has the inner circle, and they're they're like, "We're going to Vegas, baby." And Sammy comes in. This part is good. Sammy comes in, and he said, "I got that email to go to the beach. That's why I wasn't here." What, oh. MJF sent me, and MJF said, "I sent everybody an email saying to be here. You got both of them." He's, "I only got one." And and so Sammy's mad. Everybody leaves, and MJF gives Sammy Sammy a ticket. I hope they have a part where Sammy's in whatever cargo. But Jr. spoiled it. That's what he said. Did he? Yes. He said, that ain't no good. They're in first class and you're in coach. 
Did he really say that? Yes, he did. He said, you better check that, that ticket. It better not be the gimmick next week. Then. It better not be. Eddie Kingston comes out. Good. Eddie Kingston says he'll be champ eventually. Again, you're right. This entire show is bad because I know the kind of inner circle stuff, but this is some weird feud out of nowhere that Eddie likes one of the Lucha brothers yes, more than the he's other. Like, I'm best friends with Pentagon, from? but Phoenix is his brother. That's the only reason we tolerate him. What? what? You've two of the best wrestlers in the world. And I've never seen him prefer one over the other. And anyway, even if he does or doesn't, they're both. Yes. Both really good. And in the faction, why would you want to kick one out? I have no idea. So they're like, Eddie, why'd you make this match? Eddie, why'd you... And I asked the same thing. And Ed, Eddie does do a good job on commentary. He He's really good for what he has to work with. He's really good at this. But this story is, it's not even off of Dark. He just it's lost nothing. the title match. And for some reason now he likes one of the Lucha Brothers over the other. <laughs> the match is fine. The match is good. Some oh. The package pile. This is this is cool. this is right out of um, uh, Lucha Underground, where they ripped each other's masks off. It's the same yeah, thing. They, yeah, they ripped each other's match. They do moves you think is going to kill somebody someday. But Penta wins the match. Fine. Eddie goes in there again. It gets even more messy because <clears> this is kind <throat> of the payoff. But we haven't had a story. But Eddie right. goes in there and says, "Hey, Penta, you don't need your stupid brother." So wow, this is a payoff. Okay, okay, we've missed the entire story. At least I'm seeing the payoff. But yeah. then. Pack is back, which totally changes things, but I don't know in what way. And Pack is angry, and the refs separate them. And next week, oh, next week, Pack faces Blade. What? So I oh. listen. Hmm. Everything was not great in this. They no. couldn't put it off with a great main event. And you couldn't tell me a better main event than having the Lucha. That main event was great, and the segments but where people what is like the story. I don't know. Where that, did it come here's the from story. And here's why? the story. When I was here's Pac. When I was in AEW, we had the Death Triangle, and then Phoenix and Pentagon were my friends. And then For I had weeks. to go quarantine myself in another country. And then Eddie, you took over that team, and I hate you. But who's well, the face? Off, it's and that who's stupid the thing where they make foreigners know. seem stupid. Where oh, you took the Lucha Brothers, and they're my no, they're people. Right. I hate that. The, and you were gone. Secondly, what did you expect was going to happen? What? Secondly, if this is going to be some split, you just showed me the Lucha Brothers <clears throat> wrestling each other, yep. which should mm-hmm. be the big payoff yes. someday. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, Wow. This again. I before, off camera, off mic. You and I, I, I. First thing I said to you when we we hooked up today to do the show, I couldn't even guess how I'd rank these shows. I know. And also, so, such also a weird week. When, I, when I got done with AEW, I texted Larry and I said, did you watch this? And he said, yeah. And I said, besides the main event, the show was terrible. And he was like, and was I it? It was bland. <clears throat> so bland. And then when you watch it again or you review it, it's like, yeah, what were like they thinking? Missed. Like, like okay, missed. all the segments that talked about wrestling and like furthered feuds from the pay-per-view, like the Jericho stuff, that all worked. But then anything to do with the in-ring was not connected to anything that was important. It was all this dark stuff. And like I said, it felt like fake over where it was the show that was, it was like it was taped out of order. 
besides the Jericho part. It was weird. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be that way. This was not AEW. No, I don't know what this was. Was this TNA? I'm not sure. I don't really know. Where was the shift of power in wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I need to know because this is... Listen, Joe, I don't mean to make you... To tell you the horrible thing that you did. But you retweeted Tony Khan on the worst... You you pimped the worst AEW. And here's here's why. Like I said, I never do that. (laughs) But I trust him. And now... Now he's betrayed my trust. It's hey, listen, you don't you don't want to lose people's trust. No. Think about it. we never trust WWE. They it, it's been too. We but expect I to be let down by them all the time. But AEW, if they say something like shift and balance wrestling, that means like CM Punk's gonna return, or they signed Brock Lesnar, or they you know, we're going to have some kind of invasion from NWA and we're going to see all these faces we recognize. Like, something's going to happen, right? Not, it's a pre-recorded show with all the guys that didn't have... Do you know that not one person that had a match at Full Gear had a match tonight on Dynamite? It was completely different rosters. This is ridiculous. This was the B-Squad. And listen, nothing against the in-ring talent, but those are people that don't have real stories or anything important going on right now. You can't tell me the shift of balance in wrestling will change tonight and there's massive surprises if you mean we're going to mention the word Shaq and and Shaq and Pac. Those are the two things. And it's like, well, Pac we knew about and Shaq is stupid. So, nothing against Shaq. He's nice, but, but I'm saying I think he is. I don't know. But... No, Shack and Pack, the Shack and Pack connection does not mean anything. Sorry, it just doesn't. Maybe the shift in balance in wrestling will happen on December 2nd when Kenny Omega becomes champ, and that's going to start an upward climb or something, but that's not now. But that did not start tonight. No. He went to the parking lot. Oh my and God. I wanna, I'm, I'm ready for my match. Let me see. You know what? Let me go on Twitter and I'm going to see what people, if people ask Tony, like, what, what did you, what do you mean again? What were you trying to say? So let's see. I retweeted him. Let's There's okay. See. There's only two things that, that happen that have forward developed motive, you know, motivation. Pat coming back, which I love him and yeah. I, I want him back, but that doesn't change. That's not, that's, would you right. say that's the, the mid range storyline? That's not that's not top line storyline. And Shaq mentioning Shaq and that he might have something to do. First off, went through this with Mike Tyson that led to nothing. And if Shaq does wrestle Cody, okay. Right. Who cares? No one cares. Yeah. No one wants that. This this one guy tweets, good hyping. Nothing is shifting unless they sign John <laughs> Cena or the ghost of Randy Savage. <laughs> Uh, I, so, why why did he need to do that one guy tweeted did, exaggerate did you think he much it wasn't a good show one guy showed sting coming from the rafters one guy said be careful not to turn into dixie carter whoa Ooh. you know you live long enough you become the dixie carter. i know 
That's true. Okay. Got it? We have to be fair. I know I... This is the worst dynamite I've ever seen. Yes, that's without a doubt doubt true. And it didn't didn't matter. That main event was awesome. One match doesn't make a two-hour show. I would... Listen, I would always say for a year, I would have told someone... Yeah, you should watch AEW. It's fun this week. Yeah, you should watch. You could have skipped AEW this week. Yep. Without a doubt. Although, no, you couldn't have. Look up the clip with uh, with whatever Jade. her name is. Yeah. Jade Cakes or whatever. Oh, God. Why did she slap her butt? Because that's a butt boop. I don't get it. That poor lady. I, I, I don't know. Is right. she Shaq's daughter or something? What is and that's on? the... Okay, so that's the only thing I could think of that would make this work. But I don't <laughs> think that's real. But I couldn't think of anything else that would connect that. Her name is Shacky. Yes. Shacky. Okay, so let me read this email. Shaq Shaq has a daughter <clears throat> named Shacky? Because that yes. would be awesome. Now, Ian writes in every week about AEW. So I want to see what he has to say, Ooh, okay? He okay. says... AEW Dynamite shiny treasures in a mixed bag. Okay, let's find out what he means. Excuse me. Hey, guys. One of the toughest things about critiquing wrestling, and obviously you know this better than me, is finding balance between acknowledging the bad and celebrating the good without downplaying or overemphasizing either. As your resident AEW fanboy, I sometimes feel like I focus on too much on what the company does well. But at the same time, I find myself fixated on what they could do better. I'm super critical of the AEW women's division, for example, because I feel like it could be amazing if only they tried a bit harder. All this makes it hard to comment on a show like this week's, where the mediocre parts were really mediocre. Even the highs were as even as the highs were as high as the company has ever been. I'll start with the bad or at least the dull. Nobody cares about Sean Spears. He has a million gimmicks and they're all just noise. From a wrestling standpoint, his match with Scorpio Sky was really, really good. But from story and character point, there was nothing at all to it. Oh, wow. He used the loaded glove again, Sean. Amazing. Whatever will you do next? Then I'll move on to the weird. I have no idea what that Cody segment was. I have no idea why Cody is feuding with Shaq. I have... N- oh, my God. I'm sorry. Wait, I just, it's just funny. To, <laughs> why? To think that someone is asking Cody, why are you feeling? Yes, like, what's the what reason? Did Cody see him on all the commercials and go, <laughs> I want to fight with that guy? <laughs> oh my God, he has a did lot he of. Not, did he get the wrong toppings on his pizza? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. He's like, I did not. I ordered no gold bond. <laughs> Extra icy hot. So. Now, oh, he parsed this sentence funny. I have no idea who Jade Cargill is. But did (laughs) you know that texting is the new drunk driving? Seriously, she sounded like Stone Cold mixed with Willie from ALF. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. At least Brandy had some fire in this segment. This was the best I've heard her on the mic outside of her corporate role. Then you didn't watch TNA. (laughs) My opinion of this show was mixed all the way up to the last segment, which was absolutely electrifying. Yes. The The way they showed the poison of Eddie Kingston spreading through the match and through the commentary desk was astounding. I legitimately thought there was heat between Eddie and Excalibur. The way they were talking to each other. Okay, so there's the other thing. You missed a lot of that if you didn't watch the fight version because they started oh, that 
during the fight TV segments yeah. th- during the break. Because that's the one I watched too. And Excalibur yeah. says one wrong thing. He called he called Phoenix Penta or Penta Phoenix, and Eddie let him have it and says, "Wow, this is your only job, and you you can't even get his name right." And they fought the rest of the time. It was pretty good because they they've known each other. I mean, longer than Eddie and and Moxley have known each other, and that's way back to the to the olden days of when I knew Eddie. Um, so that was good. Penta and Phoenix had the match of their lives, even as they were tearing their brotherhood apart. And right there with the but Lucha do Brothers... Want, do you want that now? No, no. It's way too soon. And right there with the Lucha Brothers divided and Eddie poisoning everything, we saw the return of Pac. Newcastle's muscle goblin has returned. The show is a mixed <laughs> bag as I've ever seen from AEW, but boy, there was a wonderful treasure at the bottom. Thanks, guys, Ian. I'm glad you found more treasure than I did, Ian. But when, but when I watch that and it's not live and it seems like kind of like a secondary show, like it seemed like that was their WCW Thunder, but worse. Like it acknowledges the the guys from the important show and they were on, but they didn't wrestle. And there was an awesome match at the end. Wow. Very Thunder. Thunderific. But my point is this. Icing with no cake. And I, maybe you like just eating the icing because yeah, that, that match was great icing. You gotta have that cake underneath. Yeah, there's I, the, there why was do no, I want to see that match on this yeah. show now? Listen, without- like I said, Eddie Eddie talking about the stuff and how he was that's all great. But again, this was like out of nowhere. We didn't really understand what was going on. So yeah. there's ways to present this the the story, and they presented it in a way where if you okay, if you didn't know better you would think you're watching the wrong show. Like this was all stories. Like you, like you could watch this show episode and go, wait, is this, this is, this is there. Was there a show between full gear and this where the, like, stuff happened that I don't know about? Does AEW secretly have a second show on TNT that we're missing? That's what this was. So this would be imagine. <clears throat> If this was someone's first AEW show, they wouldn't know what the f's going on. They and like, where are these people? I've and heard they'd be of? like, "Where are these stars? <laughs> Who are these guys?" Yeah, it was weird. But okay, so we never thought we'd complain that much about AEW ever, but we did. And I get, I, I think they're going to get it right this week because we're going to get the funny Vegas segment. And if everyone's in first class drinking and whooping it up, and um, Sammy's in coach then JR is the worst. Remember? Oh, and, it ha- and it has to do that. with a minivan. Minivan. <laughs> yeah. That can't happen. I saw the end. FM. All right, let's do hey. SmackDown, because SmackDown was, you know, nothing. SmackDown didn't surprise me like AEW did. Where, ugh. Okay. Corey Graves, Michael Cole, talk about Roman Reigns. Has Roman Reigns and Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. <laughs> Oh my God, Paul Heyman come to the ring. That would be impressive. <clears throat> they they talk and try to make the Orton match at the pay-per-view sound important. Oh my God, because he's a Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer. Oh my uh, God, like oh my God, sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, because he's the hitman. Oh, okay. He's a sharpshooter. 
Chester che- so. Cheetah. Cheetah Cheeto. He's Cheetah. Oh, uh, I wish I had one of those Chester Cheetah Cheeto moments oh, this week he's and a I che- forgot what it was. He's a che- He's Cheetos Cheetah. Got it. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, That's- Chips Ahoy like Chips Ahoy. Okay, go. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> wow. The little things in the Roman Reigns storyline are, like I say, it's always the little things that make it go from great to, oh my God, it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roman talks and he says, and then he'll stop and he'll be like, "Hey, Paul, what do you call this place?" And then he leans back and Paul tells, he, "Paul doesn't take the mic." Nope. No, Roman listens to Paul and then Paul, yep. and he's like, and he's like, "Why do you call it that?" And then he listens to Paul and then he, then then Roman tells us, "Roman Reigns is fantastic yep. in this role. He's terrifying. He he's he's fitting exactly where he needs to fit. This is this is perfect. Yeah, I really am enjoying this storyline so much." Ah, Joe, our Joe, Joe, uh, uh, Roman tries to make Jay. He says, I made Jay relevant. I made him a, he was in main events. Well, yeah, he lost him all, but still, but I do like how they pointed out something that I didn't notice. Roman says, Hey, look, Jay's been beating X world champions. And I'm like, Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan and And Kevin Owens. Way to, way to point that out to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keep talking, trying to make that pay-per-view matter. And then guess what? Drew McIntyre comes up. It's almost Why? like, you know how Miz has been feuding rules? with Drew, even though in trying to cash in on Drew, even though Drew wasn't the champ. And then Drew shows up here to feud with Roman Reigns, even though he's not he's the not. champ. Wow. It's almost like copy paste high five guys, Larry, were so lazy that they just, they're like, yeah, well, we know where it's going. So we'll just, we'll just do this. So we are heading into the pay-per-view, which is all about brand supremacy. These are two completely separate brands. Which one of the 25 <clears throat> rules for when you can there's show none. up on another person's show there's, are there now? There's none because it's never been established after the draft. And also, Cole was shocked that Drew is allowed to be here. <sighs> Don't know. Well, but certainly least- the voice of authority won't just be like, hey, well, yeah, he will later, but whatever. <laughs> Yep. Well, Drew says he was passing True Town. Where is True Town? Uh, right next to Air, Scotland. <laughs> it's an Air, and it's true. Uh, this segment is fine again. And I, you could mention this all the time, but it, it was really important here without a live crowd because the, they turn the noise up. Woo, Drew. And they turn it down when they talk. I miss a live crowd a lot. I Me really too. Do. Even though they were the most poisonous, horrible thing for a while, I'd rather have them than anything else right now. Drew says, I'm really tough. I'm going to, I'm going to win the title and then I'll fight you. And Roman is, <laughs> Roman is great. He says, Drew, you know what? I like you. I, and I, I respect <laughs> you. You're a great wrestler, but guess what? I don't watch Raw and nobody does. Oh, he's the, right. Oh, so and he's good. he's talking about that lowest rated segment ever. This is incredible. Yeah, I can't believe they talked about that. And let me tell you this right here. I'm going to go on record as this. We all know what The Rock did after wrestling, and he's been great. I like The Rock. Yeah, uh-huh. Everybody likes The Rock. Jey Uso runs out here, and he gets in Drew's face. And he's like, what are you out here giving crap? We'll <laughs> beat you up. We'll, you know, you don't mess with us and everything. Roman Reigns in the background understands acting very yeah. well. Did you see him? Mm-hmm. He's acting. He's 
movie star yep. acting. It's you very can see good. Him. He's not he's not overacting like most wrestlers would do in this situation. But as you see Jey Uso saying this, you're you're watching Roman being. What's Roman thinking about yep. this? Because he's not overselling it. It's really good. But there's something there. Roman is great about having something there that you're like, ooh, yeah. what's going on? Drew pushes down Uso, and that's the end. Hmm. Oh, Uso challenged into a match. Yes. <clears throat> because the one night a year where the Raw guys go, go against SmackDown. Oh, wait. And tonight, too. Oh, wait. And at the last pay-per-view. Oh, wait. And, and I like Hey, I like how they did this. We don't have to wait to see because we come back and Roman is yelling at Jay and he scares me. Yep. You know you know how Brock can scare you? Yeah. Roman can scare you in this. This role. was good. I like mm-hmm. So he's like, why are you saying us? There is no us. It's me. You are, you know, you better fix all this, blah, blah, blah. I see champ Sami Zayn in the ring. Sammy tries to make pay-per-view matter. Mm-mm. And he's he's mad that he has to defend his title tonight. Yeah, I kind of would be too. Was this announced? Yeah, online. Okay, Inter- uh, internet international championship, intercontinental championship. Sami yeah. Zayn versus Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, where? Okay, first where, of all, where's he been? And how many matches has he lost before he dis- or disappeared? All I, of them. I'm just glad to see two people of different skin tones wrestling each other. <laughs> That's true. It's like some kind of like dream sequence. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, match, match, match. Sammy ties up Apollo outside the ring and then wins by count. Wow. Uh, uh, whatever. It was at least something. In the back, Adam Pierce. Oh, Adam Pierce sees Drew and he's obviously un. No. He says, well, no, we'll just have an unsanctioned match. Wow, so he's going to do the thing like with Braun Strowman before he was drafted. Great. Drew accepts the match, of course. Kayla is in that fake ring, which I hate. She has the entire Rey Mysterio family. They're back again. And they say, this is in. This is the final match with Seth. Oh, my God. They're calling it. They're calling it the final chapter. This is ridiculous. When you tell me it is, let me assume that, and that's okay. But uh, I, so they Ray talks, and Ray standing in front of his family talking is like they're interviewing the pitcher for the Little League World Series with his family behind them. It's true. Just it doesn't work. And then of course his daughter's back there (laughs) acting. I guess. Oh, I never know what her she's supposed to be doing ever. I can't get a read on that face. I just need, yeah, I need you to zoom in on her slowly and then play She's Thinking of the Cantina song from the Star Wars. That must be it. Sasha Banks comes out. Wow, this is a weird segment. Uh, Oh, we're told earlier (laughs) Sasha did an imitation of The Undertaker. She wore a black tank top and gloves. This was weird. I mean, she made a face. That's her impression. But I will give WWE credit here because they know Sasha's weak point. She starts talking, gets about three sentences. Bailey comes out. Oh, oh, what? But then Carmella is, I guess she's doing an attack or imitation of Alana because, wow, Carmella looks like Alana now. She attacks Sasha, but Bailey goes back to her home planet. I don't. Yep. Bailey's done. Okay. I don't understand, but I don't know why we need two Carmellas but, or two uh, uh, Lanas, but wow. It's a copy paste. It's copy-paste, high five. Yeah. 
in the back, Bobby Roode and Dolph. Well, okay, what's what are they doing? What up? Uh, they're making fun of Otis eating. Wow, where is this Otis storyline gone? I, I don't know, but they do the commentary that we're all thinking. They're like, remember Tucker and Mandy Rose and the Money in the Bank briefcase? Yeah, Otis has food now. That's it. Believe me, this story will take a right turn that I didn't see coming. <sighs> Tribute to the troops is going to be soon. Guess what we're not reviewing on the show? <clears throat> if you guessed Tribute to the Troops, you win. The, here's okay, the, at least should I tell you what it is. not going to be on there this Right, time. that's true. Should I tell you what it is? Yeah. They get the troops... And they're going to have them in the crowd instead of the regular fans. That's it. So troops on the Trons. Troop on the Tron, it's called. Yeah. I was excited this year because I thought it was going to be hosted by Space Force and might be on Mars. That would be fun. Well, they did say that Space Space Force Force. is just as important as real wars and stuff. So How can you say? Dolph Ziggler with Robert Roode. Larry, a telescope is clearly like a nuclear missile. (laughs) <laughs> think about how okay think about the little bit of land that the army and the air force and, and how much space there is there must boy how many people are in that space force to cover because it's almost infinite it's crazy do you know i'm gonna make a oh if i make this prediction it comes true i'm gonna wow i'm gonna get it sure. the only thing 2020 hasn't had is aliens good ones or bad ones or does not matter at this point any I'm saying we planet's about we got, to get invaded. We got two months. <sighs> if, if they're the ack ack aliens from uh Oh my god, Larry, no, stop. That's the scariest ones ever. I love that movie. I know, ack, but ack. they're terrifying. They later and it's like, don't be scared. No, they're so scary. I hate them. I love the ack ack. What if they're okay. the yip 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 yip? Uh-huh. Cow. Cow. What if they're them? Wouldn't Those it be Martians. Great if that's really what aliens were like. Oh. I'm like, can't make sense. I'm running either way. Uh, what if it's V? Man. What if it's V? Oh, <clears throat> kids don't get that. Man, I was that just was... gonna say that. I was gonna say, do they think it's V from for Vendetta? Like, do they know that what I'm talking was a about? Disturbing show, movie or no V? Can... You mean? I thought you were talking yeah, about V for Vendetta. Um, yes, V's very disturbing. When things happen, like someone's face gets ripped off and there's a lizard underneath, and then lizard people, like when that one woman, Diana's jaw hinges to eat a rat, like everything about it is terrifying. And the worst thing about it, it hit right at the perfect time for us. We're like, we're like going into this era. I was, I was feeling feelings for really attractive women on TV. And then she was like, you remember, she was like super attractive. So you're like, oh, and then you see her. Her eat a hamster, just you know, her jaw yeah. comes loose. It was she t- eats a hamster. You're like, is that a disqualifier? Should I be? What am I supposed to think here? And then, Stuff like that screws you up. And then the most scary part of the whole series ever was when they had the baby, and they're like, wait, there's two of them, and one of them was the lizard face baby, and it was so yeah, creepy that looking. was like the end of the show, right? Wait, there's two of them. No, there was, was there was more. So, no, there's no, the, no. I mean, end of the show, the actual show, like a cliffhanger. I think so. And the, the the woman giving birth, and she's so terrified by this monster, she just gave... It's so scary. Oh. Holds up. Yeah. Does it hold up? I have it on DVD. I mean, I watched it. It's, it, hold, it holds up. 
at some certain points, it 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 has that real war feel where characters die and you're really sad because it's like, oh my god, that's they're working for the resistance and it's really like depressing and an uphill climb. And then you have like the Nazi sympathizer characters that are like the rich bad guy that just wants to play military, and then he gets you know he's befriended by he wants you know he wants to be like the aliens and then eventually they eat him it's there's some really messed up parts still i watched it a few years ago but then you know what doesn't hold up when it goes from an event to a mini series to a series the series that's where it gets boring still though it was a it was a touchstone of my childhood that was a weird Yes. Thing I've never Why did forgotten. we start talking about that? Uh, Otis was eating a hamster in the back. That was not why. Okay. So match, match, match. We was Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. Why does Corey say this Christmas Otis should pull Rudolph should pull the sleigh? What? Santa's sleigh. Because he thinks What's the joke a, there? He thinks he's a farm animal. I don't know. He doesn't understand I, Christmas. Corey says weird thing, things all night. Otis scares off Rude and pins Dolph. And then, then Corey's, I guess, because it was Friday the 13th. Oh, because I predicted aliens would land on Earth this year because oh, it's 2020 and it's the worst year ever. Corey blames Otis's mother like we blame Jason's mother, which yeah. I guess is Friday the 13th because today is Friday it said the Crystal Lake, yeah. Oh, weird. In the back, Seth and Murphy talk because they're friends now. Seth is an idiot. <clears throat> In a promo... <laughs> They tell us they, they they're pimping like next week's show or whatever or the the new day versus uh, street her business pay per view. Oh, no, you no, mean oh raw? You mean yeah, yeah? Sorry. And and what they say is this could change everything. Yeah, they're like the entire landscape could be one match would change and no one would care. But one match would change. They would win that title and go defend it. Not it. Not defend it. Go have a match with another team that doesn't matter. Yep. I don't know what back otis is in the back he won his match oh my god in comes chad gable wow Chad gives him advice and then chad gives him a flyer for the alpha academy otis seems to be into this leaves and then gable does an undertaker impression or something he did everything except moo ha ha he right he he did the he almost said moo ha ha i have him in my trap so otis <laughs> That's what happens when you trust a flyer. Because Let me tell you this. <clears throat> by the this way, goes, fl- by the way, Larry, flyer here, flyer on raw, copy paste high five. Uh, so good. If mm-hmm. this goes, are we going to do that thing like in the Bible with Job, where we're going to take Otis to? Imagine if the, if he gets if he gets to be friends with Chad and Chad yeah. screws. What are we doing with poor Otis? Is he eventually, is he going to be, who was the ref who was trying to kill himself? Uh, Mr. 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 White. That's not wise. Mr. White. It's not wise. Is that where we're going to eventually go? Because eventually Otis is going to be found hanging from like catering or something. Mm. How could he not? That's not good. <sighs> That's not wise. Uh, no holds barred match. Ooh, no, the joke will be will... he'll try to hang himself, but he's too heavy and he'll just be crying on the floor with a tie broken around with his neck. With a rope around his neck. That's so that sad. That would be great. Oh, and then somebody, oh, someone comes up and hands him some food. Oh, and it's Tucker. Like, 
but anyway. Wow. Uh, no hold, <clears throat> holds barred match. Seth Rollins with Murphy versus Rey Mysterio with everyone he's related to. Mm-hmm. This match is like six hours. I don't know. This match is way too long. It's way over and the, 20 minutes. And the finish yeah. is botched. Well, okay. Seth tries for three amigos, and Corey goes, it's the anniversary. And that's yep. it. It's the anniversary. And you had to look it up and find out, yes, Eddie died 15 years to that day. Table, chairs, and stuff. Dominic tries to interfere. Eventually, uh, uh, Murphy gives Seth a chair, but then he holds Ray. And But no, he hits Murphy hits Seth because Seth is the dumbest person alive. Ray misses six. Oh my God! So he's—I've never seen. Never I don't. Seen this. I don't remember if I've seen him slip like that. But he slipped, and then Cole quickly. Cole was a pro, though. He quickly tried to cover up. He's like, "Oh, Seth Rollins, move the rope." Move the rope. It's like a baseball slide, <laughs> six one one. Yes. Frog splash. It's the anniversary. Yeah, the anniversary and that we can't talk about. Ray pins Seth Rollins. <laughs> he might as well have held up a sign that said "The End." Yeah. Because we. After the match, all oh, the Mysterio family accept, accepts Murphy. Oh, how nice. Now 35-year-old how, Murphy can date um, 19-year-old Leah. It's great. How, how, how do we have – I know technically, oh, that's it for Ray and Seth. But still, tentacles of the story are going on, and I don't want that. In yeah, because the back, there's still there's more. So. Guess what happens in the back? Natalia, she want. First off, why would she, why does she want this summer or uh, Survivor Series spot so bad? It means nothing. But she here's wants but here's her. Name me to the team. Name me to the team. Why can't you just name me to the team? Name me. Stop saying that. I really have a feeling she didn't go to school. She stayed home to learn to wrestle. I think you're right. Never learned to put Every time she together. goes ah, in the ring, I think you're right. Adam Pierce says, oh, we're going to do it yet another triple threat match with you in it. You, I'm not just going to give you the spot. And then the big reveal. <gasps> Chelsea Green. Upside down Charlotte. Yes. Upside down Charlotte smirks, which would be a frown, I guess. Yeah. Upside down, but still. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, what does that mean? Not what you think. It's going to mean something hilarious. Back? And Seth is banging on uh, Adam Pierce's door. And I'm not kidding. Do you remember when Roman Reigns at the beginning of the show said no one watches Raw? Yeah. Pretty much Seth and Adam talk about how no one wants to see Seth and and Ray anymore. Too many Even times. Seth says, no, I'm sick of this. Too many times, he, and yeah. I guarantee you he is, because this is a low point in his career, I say. But Seth wants Murphy rematch or match. and Oh! Uh, uh, well, okay. But at least it'll be in a cage or something. No, it'll be a regular match. Oh, my God. The ladies in the ring. But, oh, we've just been informed. It's a fatal four-way. Wow. Oh, you want it, You Do you want this lineup? Say it. Say the lineup. Green versus Tamina <laughs> versus Liv Morgan versus yet again Natalia. Oh my god. This match is not only bad but weird and wow. Okay, remember how Tamina was a monster? Well, they all attack Tamina, which is but they all attack her like a four year old would beat yes. up 
and they've never been in a fight before. Yes. They have no moves. They just pound their fist on her, and she's a monster. Then we go outside, and suddenly Tamina and Green just disappear. Okay, so here's what happened. So <clears throat> Natalia and and uh, Chelsea team up, and they throw Tamina into the fan barrier. Okay, that gets rid of Tamina for the rest of the match. She wasn't okay. going to win anyway, right? They throw her lightly into the fan barrier. Every match you've seen that. But the point is, the match is supposed to be short, so that should get rid of her. We go back in the ring. Liv Morgan. Chelsea tries to climb back in the ring. Liv kicks her to the floor. Chelsea breaks her wrist. Oh, is it? Is she injured? She is broken arm. She's going to be out for a while. Okay. Well, that explains Chelsea, at least a little why this was so weird. Chelsea was supposed to win the match. Now no one knows what to do. Natalia grabs Liv, throws on the headlock, stays like that for a minute. While we will not see any sign of Tamina or Chelsea again. They're trying to figure out how are we going to finish this match? Because well, t- they're Tamina not gets in. good at this. Tamina gets in. And this is what I write down for the move. Tamina gets in. She tries to rock Liv to sleep yes. like a baby. Yeah. Liv just drops on the floor. Tamina lies down and Liv pins Tamina. Yeah. I, what? Chelsea Green, broken arm. Boom, boom, boom. Broken wrist. <sighs> By the way, when Chelsea, when Chelsea started in NXT, she broke yeah. her arm in her first match too. I will tell you one thing. As bad as this whole thing was, I would watch it five times instead of watching that interview segment. Oh, I know with Cody and and, and Jade. Uh, um, Larry, did you notice that it wasn't my it wasn't my imagination? Chelsea wore the wedding dress from TNA, like the the whatever the train. Is that what she was? Yes, when she came in, I saw you. Okay, I just want to make sure that was real. That happened. So, Kay- Kayla talks to Drew, who's not on this show. Drew says he has. Pin up anger, like like naked ladies. Yeah, in the, pin up, mm-hmm. pin up anger. Of course, whatever, Drew. I don't. Back and in the back. Oh, Biggie tricks a white guy into doing one hundred yeah. jump ropes and right. takes money from him. Mm-hmm. What? See, is oh, this is weird? But oh, thank God, someone he can actually speak to come in. Street profits come in. <sighs> Segregation and, uh, segment. Here we go. They have, they're dressed as catering with a cart. This is, listen, uh, I have seen school plays where people have done better prop work than this. I know. The Okay, let me explain the gimmick. What they're going to do is they're going to say, we have some food for you and New Day, even though you're not with New yeah. Day, but whatever, you're, yeah. you're also the same color. They, they have covered dishes. They pull them off, and oh, that looks delicious. First off, it doesn't. No, Second, everything looks like slop. Secondly, the gimmick is, oh, they're in the shape of an L. It's pointed to the camera. It looks like they're in shapes of Vs, yeah, they're really bad. Vs or something. Remember last it's week when, not, you, when you thought it was elves? They're not camera Ls. Remember when you thought it was, Am I wrong? No, you're right. Remember when you thought it was elves because it's the holidays? Yes, elves. I wish they were shaped like elves. That'd be great. But And also, it's someone just took a half a can of spinach and kind of made it in the shape of a V. They're not Ls, but whatever. <laughs> It's not real food. It's just. I know well, it's crap. What? It's crap. 
<laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, uh, he does. Biggie does call them New Day Light, which is and great um, value New Day. Yeah. So Biggie's career being cut solo and coming to a new show is to stand backstage and talk with other black people about New Day. Yes. That's his singles career, Larry. Do you know how excited I've been for two years or more for yep, the breakup I of know. New Day? And we get so nothing. So many stories They're to tell They're still talking that. about them. Yeah. So many directions you can get. And Vince won't nope. allow a feud with Biggie until another black man is champion. <laughs> so therefore, Biggie will never have any matches. <laughs> Biggie. Biggie comes in every day to work. Is like, is there a big black guy I can wrestle? Not yet, Biggie. Oh, I'll be in the back. It's uh, so also, sad. Also, is the SmackDown team filled up yet? I don't even care. No. Why that? Because I really don't care. Why did I care enough okay. to write that? Also, rem- well, it's not. And also, neither neither one, neither the women's nor the men's team is done yet. Also, remember last year when they wouldn't even say the entire NXT team's because oh, yes. they didn't know who was going to get injured at war games. <laughs> this is such a train wreck. And if you really <laughs> were pushing NXT, that whole foot, why wouldn't you put football heads team in there and have them do something stupid? I, I'm not going to write those shows. For no, them. no, don't do it. Unsanctioned, unsanctioned match. I guess this is the main McIntyre event, right? Versus Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Uso comes out all along, all alone. Match, match, match. <laughs> Eventually, Roman and Paul come out. They kind of do a distraction thing. Uso attacks from behind. And Uso's like, I'm going to beat him. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. But no, Roman says, no, you're going to get in there and you're going to make him understand. Okay. You don't care about winning. So Uso, Uso punch, punch, punch. Claymore, Drew wins. Drew, t- again, Roman Reigns is great. Drew says, now do you understand what I'm about? You understand me? And Roman looks face to face. And Roman looks at, at Drew and he looks at the belt and he goes, you get one of these, we'll talk. Wow. Wow, I am a Roman Reigns fan. It's really because all his stuff is great. All this stuff with Paul and Reigns and Uso is is just wonderfully done. But it's sad because there's nothing else. Remember when we had to look forward to, to Sasha and Bailey every week? And now now it's like... I miss that a lot. Yep. And now it's like, oh, well, that that's over. Sorry. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. But still, hey, listen, SmackDown entertained me. It was okay. It, the it, rain it, stuff the, makes it good. It really does. It but the problem is Survivor Series destroys everything. Yep, so it dumb. does. Because here we go. Raw live crappy go home show to a non existent and non important pay per view. Tonight it's it's Oh my God. Okay. So I have a different phone now. So guess what? All my autocorrect is broken. So I'll, this is going to be fun. All the wrestlers' names are wrong. Oh my God. Okay. So tonight it's Drew versus, well, my notes say Free versus Orin for the WWE title. So that's <laughs> Drew versus Orton. And New Day versus Hurt Business for the tag title. So there's two big title matches tonight, which could change the matches at Survivor Series. Even if it changes them, who cares? So Drew comes out. And it's a broken record. Every week on Raw, Drew comes out. It's just too much. He tells us what he's thankful for. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, that's next week, buddy. 
It's not, <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving. You're still a show before Thanksgiving next week. Drew says Roman Reigns pooed himself on a pedestal. <laughs> he did. What? Okay. Okay. Plus side, someone has put you on a pedestal. Minus side, you pooed yourself up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orton shows up on the Tron. He goes, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm thankful for winning. Guys, guys, Thanksgiving's not Thursday. It's next Thursday. Okay. He says he's thankful you know, I for. I think WWE just has months. It's the month of. I know it is. If it occurs within 30 days, it's it's all day long. I know. It's all, all month long. Yep. You're right. <clears throat> so he says, I'm thankful for winning the title 40, 14 times. And you know what? I don't care if I get fined or suspended because I'm the. Remember when he was the legend? No, now he's just the best, he says. What? So. Oh, also, hey, one the same thing. Veterans Day was last week, and two weeks from now is tribute to him. It's just it's it's within thirty. Yeah, days. might as well. It's, it's yep. good. WWE's like close enough, good enough. Everything with them is good enough. High five. Um, so he says, "Remember when all those times I got wellnessed out? I got to sit at home and vacation. Why is he bragging about that? I don't know, but I kind of like that. That's the whole weird. Thing. He's like, he's like, I've I've been I've been suspended more than most people have wrestled. Wow, <laughs> that's actually hilarious. You know, there's don't forget there's the secret Randy Orton contingency that only we and like Triple H know about, and Randy that they will keep him on payroll forever, and they have to hide his wellness violations because he's on his <laughs> he's he's on the fired one next. But anyway. Oh no, it's Miz and Morrison to cash in on Drew. Does Miz not know who's champion? No, it's the writers who know Drew's getting the title back, so he's keeping the Miz-Drew feud hot. I hate this. I hate that. Also, this is weird, but stick with me. You remember the LJNs? The rubber figures. Yes, the ones you could kill a man with. Yeah. Honestly, I... Uh, yeah. Breaking kayfabe. I carry an axe handle in my car just in case. Yeah. But it very well could just as be well be a Brutus the Barber beefcake LJN. And it, they're both just as deadly. What is the point? Miz is dressed like the Vince. I'm I'm not kidding. It's not like it's the same outfit. He is dressed like Vince LJN figure with a mic. And he even hits the pose that, that the unbendable that is weird. Action, You're right. quote yeah, okay. unquote action figure hits. Got it. Look up LJN. I know. I know what it looks it's like. It's the same outfit. Yeah. The I, red the he, red he outfit? Is that what you're talking about? The red one? Yes. Yeah. Miz Sorry. says <clears throat> he what? He will be champion by the end of the night. And Bray hid in the fun house last week. No, he didn't. There was no fun house. And yeah, I, I did he mean that Bray lives in the fun house and didn't come to work? Yes, yes. And Drew, this was weird, but it didn't correlate. Drew asks if Miz can't tell the difference between him and Orton. You would think that means, like, why are you trying to cash in on me? But that's not what he meant. He meant, I'm not, you know, I don't have the work ethic of Randy Orton. You're getting me confused with somebody else. Isn't that weird? High five, okay. Larry. It's what it's what you said. They know the future plans, so to them it makes I sense. But it. as a viewer, why why in the world? I do like later when what Miz says later makes sense storyline. But this whole thing with him and Drew makes yeah. Why wouldn't he just sit around and wait? Right. Miz even says tonight 
we're gonna we're gonna have a front row seat at your match or whatever. No, they don't. This is I'll tell you what. All this correct. I thought really, really, really was annoying. I think this is the most annoying version of Miz ever with the sidekick of of Morrison, and it's not yeah, funny or good. Morrison. It's just so, really obnoxious. I'm so over Morrison. Wow, why is he here? Um, I thought he could do things. Maybe you know, am I wrong? Yeah, you were. It was he was in edited shows where he had specific lines and they could redo stuff. We show all eight table breaks with Lana. So we're showing that we can count again. Up next, it's Blondes and Asuka versus Champs and Lana in a six-woman tag match. Why would anyone okay this match? If there was if there was a real separation of brands and yep. somebody had a vested interest in their team winning. All right. They do the same thing with the men exactly copy-paste. Exactly. Why? I don't know. Why would, in kayfabe, why would anything like this happen? I don't know. Lana's backstage. Nia and Shayna come in. Lana says, the match tonight was my idea so we could show up my skills and we can get along. And Nia says, listen, you are under no circumstances allowed to tag into the match tonight. You're just going to stand on the apron. And she goes, I will not be like Randy. Larry, literal copy paste. High five from last week. She just said it. But let's give, this is the first time I've seen Lana do an entire segment with the proper acting and not flubs. It was fine because she's playing this. But you don't understand. Fine for her is amazing. I know. And it's because she's not playing this smiley over the top, just terrible socialite sociopath character. When she's not doing that and she's being humbled and trying, then maybe she, she, that's when she's likable. I'm so, just saying this is the first time she's done anything that wasn't horrible. Shayna, okay, so the match is Shayna and Naya and Lana against Asuka and the Blondes, which consist of Mandy and Dana Brooke. They announced tonight it's Firefly Funhouse. That's great. So Shayna is about to win, maybe. She has uh, she has the Kirifu to clutch on Asuka. But Lana tags herself in. And I was like, what is she doing? Lana gets <sighs> Asuka lock, taps immediately. So that's it. So Lana loses for the team. But this is where it's supposed to go. This is exactly right. Yeah, but shouldn't it have been she like somebody bumps her and they accidentally tag her in? She no, no, tagged she's herself eager in. Okay. to prove her worth. <clears throat> All right, well, it didn't work. So Naya gets Lana and she goes, you know what? I respect you. That was good. good move. Welcome to Team Raw. I'm I'm not going to put you through a table tonight. Ha! Ah, just kidding. I'm going to put you through a table. Yeah, she goes psych and picks her up. Yep, nine times. Wow. Still nine funny. tables. Yes. Okay. Backstage, Team Raw argues. Copy paste. High five. This is so stupid. Why? Why are all these teams on Raw? Okay, just at so least crappy? with Lana, it's kind of entertaining. This is just ignorant and annoying with Riddle. Okay, so Riddle's like nicknames again. Fireface and Dopey, and you are what was you his are nickname s- for uh, for uh, big guy for um, Lee, Keith, Lee. Keith Lee? I don't remember. All I remember is Keith Lee but said I, remember, I liked my name. That, I couldn't remember, but Keith Lee's like I like my name, and his name was like Dragon Dragon Fruit. That's it. No, that's Dragon. not it. But um, 
Yeah, and he's like, no, AJ's the skipper. And AJ's like, shut up. Everybody shut up. I'm the captain. And they're like, you're not the captain. Oh my God, stop. I hate this. I can't wait for this to be over. Luckily, this is the last night we have to hear about this. Um, So then the big associate is there and Riddle goes, did you get the joke here? Larry? About the nickname for the big guy? Yes. You couldn't even hear it. Here's what it was. Riddle goes, I figured out a nickname for your big associate there. And I thought it was going to be like you said, don't make a nickname for big associate because it's funny and cursing. But AJ says, no, he doesn't like when you look him in the eye. Don't even make the nickname. Get out of here. And Riddle goes, I call him almost. What? What did you say? And, And AJ goes, almost. Oh. What? What? What does he that goes, mean? I don't know what that means. And then he goes, I, he, he can't hear you. He can't even speak English or understand you. And the now guy this goes, was funny. And the guy, this was awesome. This and why was, it was this awesome? Was somebody who understands comedy, you know, wrote a joke at the end <clears throat> because he goes, I, I, what? I can speak English. And he goes, huh, you can talk. And he goes, yeah. He said, why didn't you? He's AJ says to him, why didn't you ever tell me that you could talk? And he, and guy goes, well, you never asked. And then AJ even makes it better. Okay. Again, I say the little thing. That is a classic joke. That is honestly one of my favorite things. It's really good. Yeah. But then AJ makes it even better. What do you say? Cause AJ goes, I have so many questions. Yes. It's funny. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's, and here's the best part. The guy kind of sounds like Andre the Giant. So he's like, you never asked me. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, I, okay. At least, at least I really did get a good joke there. Because that, yes. that was, ex- that, um, that go home joke was perfect with AJ. Yep. yep. I have so many questions. Yep. Very <laughs> well done. That listen, if you could take a classic joke that is one of my favorite jokes in the world and throw a zinger on the end that makes it amazing. Oh, yeah. Good, it was good, good on you. I don't now, know who came up with it, but thank right. God somebody did something. Right. Rambling Rabbit kills a Ms. Pop figure and R- Abby's wearing Ms. Glad. I don't know what this is. What? Yeah, the, the Ms. Feud thing is. Out of nowhere, filler, fill in the blank. Backstage, Dana Brooke is hopping in front of the trainer's room because she might have to pee. (laughs) Charlie comes in all somber and says Mandy Rose might be dead. By the way, Mandy is dead because she hurt her shoulder last week. Yeah, the apron, out of the ring on the apron. Yeah, so, so, yes. So that's why they're injuring her out. But then all of a sudden, we hear... And it's reckoning running in to kill Dana Brooke. I swear she said Bagok. I'm not joking. <laughs> Bagok! Well, it is close to Survivor Series. Oh my God. She's the daughter of the Godra Gooker. <gasps> Isn't that racist? Why? Because what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, guard, uh, Hugo, not Hugo. No, not Hector. I'm saying. Hector, yeah. Anyway, when people hear that back, they're going to think you were being racist. Why? Why? Because Hector's Hispanic? No. Okay. Firefly Funhouse. Ask me after the show. She is. She's Cuban, right? 
She's Blasian. I don't know what Jade is. Yes, you do. We've talked about this a hundred times. Blasian. I know Puerto Rican. Blasian baddie. No. Oh, I, I don't even know what Blasian is. Oh, okay. Is the goblin cougar black? It's the I don't way know what you're going for here. It's real I bad. I see color. I just don't understand it. Obviously. It's real bad, Larry. Okay. You didn't mean that, but okay. Firefly Funhouse. Miz versus Bray Wyatt tonight. That's the match. Then Bray yeah. trains to get ready for the match. He does agility okay. training where Again. he beats up the puppets. Go ahead. No, no, no. Stop now because somebody did really good comedy earlier. I gave them props. This was fine, but Joe, was there ever a need more for the improvers in this? It it could have been amazing. Agility got, was no good. The spelling bee was the best part. Accuracy was but, terrible. But you could, yes, but you could have reshuffled this and it would have been I would have made this wonderful. Segment. But let me tell you what they did do right. Because the spelling is a spelling bee and it's really funny and well done. And I liked it. And the answer was Miz, and it was perfectly done. But then it's Rambler Rabbit on a dartboard, and it's accuracy training. And he's like, I trust you. And you're supposed to hit the apple on his head, like this is a William Tell joke. And then guess what? He throws a dart, Ray throws a dart, like blindly, he doesn't care. And it hits Rabbit in the shoulder. Then we cut away, and when we cut back, it's like in the center the dart moves. This is terrible. You know, I was more upset about the fact that the rule of threes wasn't a good rule of threes. No, it was just three different things that didn't, it wasn't like there were two and then a funny. It was just three. Sometimes Larry, unfortunately, it's just three. So sometimes it's Tom, three. Tom three. asks, he goes, <laughs> what? Three ropes. There's yes. Three. three. Oh, three. there was three. Tom asks, could we see Wyatt versus Miz tonight? Shut up. F you. And if we did, would it be a big deal? No. Her business out. They talk about the plan to win all the crappy titles of Raw and put SmackDown out of business. Sure. New Day comes out. Go, go. This is so bad that it was good. It was so dumb. Kofi's like, wow, you are in there talking. And you're a bunch of jerks. And then MVP starts doing his part of the promo. And Kofi goes, you didn't let me say the punchline. And they're like, okay, go ahead. And Kofi goes, more like the jerk business, am I right? And it's so it's dumb. Jerk store. It's so dumb. I started laughing. And then as everybody's talking over top of each other, and then as we go to, um, to break, Tom's even talking over top of everybody. And then... You could barely hear Woods, but he goes, and not the good kind of jerk like jerk chicken. <laughs> this was actually bad funny. So yeah. It was bad funny, but boy, oh boy, was it not just, it wasn't quite good. Um, Raw tag title matches now. It's her business against New Day. They announced that the blondes are off Team Raw. They're gone, injured out. And then we get casually mentioned it's Team Raw versus Retribution tonight. Did they, did, when Team Raw were fighting, did they even say, whoa, whoa, we need to get along because we're fighting Retribution tonight? Did that ever even come up? I don't know if AJ said, I got us a match against Retribution. Yes, I don't remember. I don't know. 
I'm not going back to look at that. I was exactly, that, and I was. Too, it seems <laughs> like that is the whole gimmick that AJ puts them in matches. Yeah. So it has to at some point they had to have said AJ was behind this. But One would think commentary yeah, that I would think so. Um. So yeah, that's a match tonight. And then this Raw tag title match, it's sad because it's a decent match, but you know who has to win. So New Day just retain, and it's like, oh, oh well. But I want the Hurt Business to win. And that's the thing. You shouldn't want that because they're heels, but they're also underdogs, so you're rooting for them. And they've beaten New Day before, but no, the feud's over. This was just to get the Street Profits. And they earned... Getting a title shot by somehow getting rid of retribution. Yeah. Not, I don't know. I don't. So, Larry, get this backstage Seamus and Drew part three. Three weeks of Seamus and Drew being friends, even though one's a face and one's a heel. So, but she, this makes sense. Part three is the payoff here. Should be, right? Yeah. Okay. Seamus, okay, I don't understand any of this. So, maybe you could translate because Seamus has. This magical treasure chest that he dug out of the ocean or something. And I don't know something about Drew's mom. And okay. Why does Drew mom give it to him and not did Seamus? How did Seamus in the COVID world we live in since last Monday go to Scotland and come back? (laughs) He would have had to have done a a 28 day quarantine from one country to the other. (laughs) Okay. It's been six days, seven days. So Seamus says, I got this treasure for you. It's your family treasure. Look at this. It's oh, And Drew's like, oh, it's me old grandpappy's kilt from when Uncle Scrooge used to wear this or whatever. And then, oh, look, it's a sword. Is that a Claymore? Because I don't, they never I think say. Claymores are huge, aren't they? That's, this was. Okay. Well, Claymore is a huge sword. It's I think a two-handed it's like sword, right? It's Y-hander, yeah, as they say. Sword, so. Zweihander. Zweihander. Um, Okay, we'll get back to this. AJ Styles and Big Associate come out. Retribution's backstage. They talk and they get less important every week. I... How is that possible? How long... How long do you have to make them something before you can just finally drop them and not look foolish for even bringing them into being. It's really hard to do because then you have all those characters that were something. They weren't huge, but they were all something in NXT. Here they're less than nothing. The only yeah. argument I can I can give them is at least they're on TV right now, but that's it. Once that's over, <laughs> but yeah, they might as TV, well be Titus O'Neil. Most of face on TV. Yeah. Most of them, their face is not on TV and it's not their name. Yeah. So they're really kind of screwed. Yep. AJ Styles is on commentary. And they're now officially calling the big guy almost. I don't get it. Is there a joke I'm totally missing? Am I going to feel stupid or is this nothing? I don't get it. I don't. I don't. And why is he going along with it? I thought the joke would be that Riddle knew his real name. That would be fine. Oh, because they did drugs together. Got it. Don't do drugs with Riddle. You're just being the doghouse. Team Raw versus Retribution. Who the F cares? Team Raw can't get along, so we can go to break. High five. Larry, that commercial. Are you ready to go? Remember that one for Peacock Network? And it's like best of WWE. 
That commercial shows exactly what's wrong with WWE. Every single clip in there is old and memorable. It's like irresistible force meets immovable object. Stone Cold says, blah, blah, blah. The whole commercial is all these old moments. Do you know in that the only thing that's even remotely from this century <laughs> is John Cena? They haven't done anything new since John Cena, Larry. John, if you're saying John Cena is the only thing remotely fresh. I'm saying in that clip of what's the best things in WWE, the newest thing in there is John Cena. That is pathetic. What a but, piece of garbage company that's coasting, giving each other high fives and collecting money from Saudi princes and TV networks and not giving an F about you or your want for content and stories and anything good. Okay, let me spin it this way. When Bray Wyatt first debuted as The Fiend, wouldn't you assume by now there would be some amazing fiend moment that could Should go be. into a package like that should have been and there's not by now how long has he been the fiend it's been a while now yep there should be some titular moment of fiendom there yep <clears throat> yep so back to the retribution versus team raw match which sucks retribution basically dies like a cartoon keith lee is throwing them around like rag dolls and then raw team beats each other up so that Ali can roll up Riddle and win, which means Ali is now two and zero. Retribution as a team is zero and four. Retribution guys are not allowed to pin or submit anyone. Also, I made a prediction, and now it's not going to come true. So at this point in the night, I'm thinking, what's the point of having reckoning if she's never going to wrestle? Oh, she kicked, she attacked somebody in, in, in Team Raw, so they're going to put her on the Raw team, which would be stupid. See, I thought they were going to put Retribution in the match. Right. No, well, they should because they just beat Team Raw. But yeah. anyway, so I thought, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, they're going to put Reckoning on that team? And you know what she's going to do for one of the eliminations? What? Pretend she has bugs on her. And everyone oh, on Team SmackDown yeah. will... And everyone on Team SmackDown will fall for it. Why will they fall for it, Larry? Because no one watches Raw. Exactly. <laughs> oh. And now that's not going to happen. But I thought it would be funny if it did. That's That would be funny. Yes. I did, have you, did you? No, I don't really watch Raw. No, nope, nobody watches Raw. <sighs> but yeah, um, why is Retribution not going to be in this match? They just beat Team Raw. Yep. Backstage, Nikki Cross walking. Sarah comes in and she's the most robotic human being on earth. And she interviews Nikki and says, well, clearly Alexa chose the fiend over you. So why are you still, what are you doing? Nikki cross and Nikki speaks. And I didn't understand half the things she said. And I feel bad. Yeah. She's it's pretty thick. Then Jeff Hardy's on the side and he finds yes. wanted posters that say Why did five... I laugh so hard at all of this? Because it's it so because it's dumb. Jeff. And I laughed so much at this and it's so because it's, it's so stupid. He finds wanted posters that say 555 Amen on them. <laughs> so make Jeff make Jeff think he's doing something serious and it entertains me all day long. Here's what he said. What is what kind of Photoshop is this? <laughs> So it's a picture of the accident scene and it makes Jeff Hardy look like a criminal or whatever. So 
Elias plays guitar backstage. Jeff Hardy rushes in. He says, What's up with these flyers, man? I've been proven innocent. I've been proven innocent, man. What is this? And Elias is like, Nope, you're the worst. And basically, Hardy says, Don't make me kill you, man. Yes. He's like, I'm going to do worse than running you over with a car if you don't stop accusing me of running me over with a car. What? I don't know. I think you should use those quotes on a at a trial. Yes. (sighs) Jeff Hardy as the Undertaker in a photo. But the photo on the left of actual Undertaker is so old, he looks like Home Alone Undertaker. Like if if Macaulay Culkin did a did a cosplay of the Undertaker. Wow. At first I thought it was MJF. But no, it's just Undertaker's very young. Miz and Morrison come out. Miz says, come on, Bray. I know as of late we haven't gotten a... That was over a year ago. Although Miz does get the joke about when he goes over what what happened between them. He does get the joke. I know, but the point is he doesn't understand how time works. As of late, we haven't gotten along. Remember on SmackDown when we feuded over like a year and a half ago? So then Miz says, instead of water, it's water under the bridge. He says, oh, yeah. He says, all things under the bridge. What, like a homeless guy? Yeah, but but the problem is Morrison has to play off what he's supposed to have said. Yeah. So Morrison has to pick up the water angle. And it makes no there was sense. no word of water in there ever. Yeah. Oh, Miz, you're so dopey. Miz wants Bray to cancel the match. So Alexa Bliss's music plays and it's all distorted now. And like, I love the Tron. It's all messed up. And she says that Bray says, no, no, we're not canceling it. Nikki Cross comes out to stop Alexa. And Alexa's like, you're right, Nikki. I was in a trance or so. Ha ha ha. And smacks, smacks Nikki. Now there's a pull apart. Why are you pulling apart a monster? If Alexa's all distorted. Oh, but it's awesome because the pull apart's happening and Bray's music hits, the Firefly Funhouse fun music, and Alexa's just changes, and she turns into this crazy happy person again. Is this, and I know where we've been with Alexa, is this not so much fun with Alexa? Do you feel I like you're having this, fun with And when she, because I'm going to forget to say it, when she's walking the tightrope on the oh, fan yeah. barrier later in the show, you know what I said? I said, I am so glad they finally did something with her. Yeah. This was... Her thing is not to go in the ring and have some kind of weird technical match where she doesn't do any wrestling moves. Her thing is this. This is awesome. I, you know, I've always been attracted to her, but th- it's it's just fun. I feel like, you know how we, we're happy when we watch Bray because he's doing something yes. that is good. This is like great. He likes it. I bet she really likes doing this. <clears throat> That's what it seems like to me. Yep. So, oh, by the way, Bray and Alexa skip to the ring. Larry, I can't wait to see what happens when they go, nope, nothing. This is to go to break. High five. We come back, Miz versus Bray. It's a match. Alexa's really good and animated during the match. Marson interferes. And oh my God. Um, <laughs> Alexa <laughs> is mad and attacks Morrison and jumps at his head and they both fly over the barrier. It was the greatest thing. And it looked so good. It looked it so was scary. Like movie look. Yeah. yeah. 
Sister Abigail, Bray wins. And then Bliss is behind the fan bearer. She pops up like a groundhog. And then the fiend appears on the Tron to scare Bray and, and Bliss, like to keep him in check or whatever. And that's it. But we never got, but then they cut. Then, yeah. Uh, but great. it's fine. No, it's, it, it's they're everything they're doing with them is good. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, I know why, why does it, it happen when everything like else sucks so bad? I, oh, of course. There should have been something else, but this was just a stopgap. You know, think about it. Brain never has any feuds anymore. Well, yeah, because you have to do that whole thing. You change the guy and everything. So you have to think them out. I guess. Or you have to write stuff and they don't feel like it. No. Um, I think we have delivery. I just heard somebody knock, but I'm not going to go Sweet. answer that. Is because, it my shirt? Uh, might be. Um, because guess what? Stephanie McMahon was named leader of the Chiching Chiching Nation or something best, best something by being born a McMahon. Congratulations! Is this have to be every week? It's it seems like it, and all we're doing is congratulating her on things that only came to her because she was born in the McMahon family. I'm sick of. I'm not saying she's not doing anything good. Okay. I'm saying, please stop with this self-indulgent, trying to prove yourself bullcrap. This is all, look at us, look at us, look at us. We are important. We're important. And Stephanie's like, I did this. I did this. Shane didn't do this. It was me. So so clearly it's not because I was born in the family because I'm so good. I'm good, right? I'm good, right? And WWE and Vince's insecurities, it's like, we won 10,000 awards and we're the most watched thing on YouTube with 80 trizillion hits or whatever. And Vince is like, see, see, we're real. ESPN covered us. We're real. We're a real company. I, I would love for Vince to sell WWE. I really too. would. Me too. I'm not saying that there might not be problems. but No, and it might be worse. It might be it better. Might be, but the I'm point is, it doesn't matter. We need a change and we need it years ago. Okay. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Um, Charlie says, I swear to God, she says this. Hey, I'm backstage. What is that? It's like, welcome all back. Welcome all. Welcome back, y'all, to Raw. That's all for me. Welcome all back. Stop it. Hey, I'm backstage. Did you just answer the phone? <laughs> hey, I'm backstage. Okay, bye. Adam Pierce gives us the news that the blondes are being replaced by... Are you ready? It's going to be Reckoning in Naomi, right? Nope. Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. Oh my God, that's sad. Well, listen, they're like, uh, who's the only other two females we have? Okay, done. Uh, But I just told you the other two that are on Raw. They're not going to say those. I know. Randy Orton interview. He says words. Angel Garza loves roses and you. Joe, what is this? And why is it still going on? Well, I'll tell you. It cuts to Nia Jax. That's never an accident. Okay, I hope. God, but he's saying all of you. I think you're wrong. I think you you want to do the right I thing, know. Joe, but I think you're wrong. God, I hope that's it. Yep. God, I know that is a, a storyline we've done before. I've seen it all before, but at least it would entertain me. Yep, exactly. And I, and I can tell you what, I've never liked Nia Jax more than I do now. Me too. Me too. She turned it around, really. Shayna says... Oh, we cut to... Okay, so like I said, it cuts to Nia Jax. Shayna says, we don't even need a team. We can win alone. She's probably <laughs> right. But then... She really 
racist. Oh, racist Evans and Peyton come in. I must have meant Lacey Evans, and it just autocorrected to racist Evans. Um, yeah, they come in, and Lacey's like, "You guys are nasty, especially you, Nia Jax, for no reason." Okay. And Peyton's like, "Yeah, they put me in a tag team, to, and then put me as singles, and then put me in another tag team." Yeah. Oh my god. Wow, this sure is a story where at the last minute you just throw new two new characters in there. Wow, that's nothing. High five. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if uh, in Lord of the Rings the dwarf and the elf just suddenly disappeared and you're yeah. throwing like a Khajiit and a, a Beholder? I'm like, sure. okay, let's go. Let's go. Might as well just switch up the party. A Whatever. <laughs> Drew's music plays for an hour and he doesn't come out. Larry, I thought for sure Seamus had laid him out in the back. Ah, that could have been a thing. Well, okay, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, well, rule of threes, this is not a good finish on okay. rule of threes. But then guess what? He does come out and he's wearing that kilt that Seamus found in the ocean. And he has a sword that looks cartoonish because it's so gigantic. And he's holding it in the air. And it's like, Larry, what? Is Seamus gonna attack him after this? Because he built he built up his confidence with this so he could be champ so Seamus could get a shot at the time. Like, are they writing all this backwards? I like I don't know. And not in a good way where you so write the weird. finish and then you lead to it, but in a way where you write the finish and then you fill in all the gaps that don't make sense by spoiling the finish. How listen. You really want put to put Seamus in that spot right now? No. Um, who else is there besides the fiend? Uh, Randy Orton again? No, no, no! Don't even tease that. Okay. On, yeah. Main event: Drew versus Orton for the WWE title. Mark Henry is there in the fake crowd, and they have to circle him with the Madden <laughs> pen. Hey, for all I know, that could have been that. Sexy blonde influencer you've been talking about. That's true. It is just I don't even look at that wall. It's like wallpaper now, where no No, one. I notice. I notice everybody. I don't ever. And boy, oh boy, that wall has changed to be a very deceptive version of what who's watching that show. Anyway, who cares? Tom talks about the fifteen fifty-seven year legacy of the WWE title. What? Orton tries to leave. So Adam Pierce comes out and he says, sorry, you can't leave. This match is now no count out, no disqualification. Okay. The match, I guess, is okay, but it bores the crap out of me. You've seen a lot of Orton and Drew. And that's the problem. And they kept mentioning that. They're like, it's how true. about that time at Clash of Champions? And how about that time at SummerSlam? And how about that other time? And it's like, oh my God. Enough. And so, again, I don't want to point this out. I would like to see a real live crowd with this. Me too. You can't fake this. I know. And here's, okay, well, we're going to talk about that in a minute because that's my next line after this. But, Larry, we get picture in picture because WWE is terrified of losing viewers in this third hour. Even when, even at the height of WWE doing picture in picture, they would not do the main events in picture in picture. That's how scared uh, they are. What happened the last couple of weeks with the last hour? Record low rating in of all so, time. So, so what they do are. They have to show us about the last hour this week. They're like the last hour. 
they're like, okay, we're going to make it sure the match, there's a title match on, so you have to stay tuned. And we're not even going to risk that last commercial. We're going to make sure you can see it because please don't leave us. Yeah. They have to show you the third hour is still valid. Yeah. This was desperation. Then, okay, but then like you said about the crowd, Larry, Tom reacts to a recording of a crowd saying this is awesome. This is so pathetic. It's a recording. And he's like, this is awesome, smart crowd. <laughs> this is awesome, soundboard guy. You're oh right. Oh, my God. Orton takes a hard table bump and his head clonks on the floor. Oh, my God. Right off the apron, right through a table. RKO Claymore. Oh, my God. Drew wins the title back on free TV. But they had to show you that you, you can't stop skipping that last hour. Wow. What happened? Okay, so, and Miz. And okay, so Miz never did the front row seat thing because he got killed by Bray Wyatt. So that's kind of a ripoff because he said not only he would be champ at the end of the night, he was going to watch this match out there. And he never, the explanation for him being gone is not that great. Also, does Miz have to win the cash in to make this worthwhile? Or are we really going to throw the brief? If it didn't, away? then why didn't we just have Otis lose? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, this is weird because again, we built up Drew versus so it's now Drew versus Reigns at Survivor Series. Now that sounds far more interesting than anything else. No. And also, Drew could win, or Reigns could win with an inadvertent, remember that fake low blow thing that he does on the kickout? He can win like oh, that. I bet you that's going to be it. Yeah. Well, don't forget, he also could have Uso help him, too. Um, and there's no saying that, that it's not for titles. That could be a DQ, which WWE is not. Don't put it past them. Um, but what we've learned here is thanks, WWE, for spoiling this this what was going to happen because drew went to smackdown and had a match to further this feud and miz ever since orton won the title has been feuding with the wrong guy for the briefcase and the title wouldn't you at least have had orton show up on smackdown too i thought they would and they didn't i thought that was the finish of the match was an rko disqualification when he didn't show up at the beginning, I thought it would have been that he would have laid everybody out with an RKO, yeah. but no. Yeah. But I, wow. Or laid everybody out except Roman Reigns, who was smart enough to get away. An RKO. Copy, paste, high five. I don't even know what that was referencing. But anyway, um, wow. This week was not my favorite week in wrestling. There were a lot of problems. I, before we started the show, this is the most confused as to what I would do about ranking these shows. Yeah. It just, they were all just. Yeah. They weren't the worst. Right. Man, I don't know what to make of it. No. At I, least WWE has the, and I. it's not an excuse because you made the excuse. It's there, but the Survivor Series waste of time thing right does hamper the programming yes so considering how hampered the programming is i actually would say they did a decent job right. working with the handicap they gave themselves i guess but then they showed their hand about the jerusalem feud 
and the yeah. win- title win. They basically told us he's going to win it by having Miz constantly interact with Drew. I I don't know. I don't know. All I know is like last Survivor Series, we had all these like twists and turns because of NXT, and it was like, okay, things could get interesting. Things could happen. This year, it's like nothing can happen. I know. And the things that will happen, people will win matches. None of them matter a bit. No. One show will be able to say, ha, we won. Who cares? Who cares? And and they'll say it for one week. Yeah. The second week, it will be forgotten and mean nothing. Yeah. It won't mean anything the first week, but they'll say it. The only yeah. thing I want to see, I want to see Lana's team get entirely eliminated except for her. Me too. She's going to get in the ring and say, I'm going to win. And they, they just put her through a table. And then- <laughs> I agree. I think we said I think we said that the week that she qualified for for the, the last person on the team that that would be the perfect ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Oh, Rusev. Yeah. Really good stuff. So, I don't know when. Um, when you said Rusev, I thought you said Seth, but oh. I don't know. Speaking oh. of him, I don't know when Seth Rollins is leaving. But I know Becky Lynch is probably going to have the baby in the next month or so. So Seth will be leaving. I would have had him leave on the the, the Murphy oh, segment. Oh, I would too. Like put out. I would have. Because if you could have Murphy like put out Seth's eye and he could finally be the eye patch character he was, wanted to be. I was just going to say, yes, have some accidental eye injury and he's out or something. By the way, Cole, you forgot to mention on SmackDown, Cole called it the eye versus eye match. Not eye for an eye. He said eye versus eye. Oh, well, I guess. Yeah, that's Stare not. off. It's like they're staring so. contest. Um, but I would have that match be a steel cage match, and I'd have Murphy, you know, put out Ron's eye, whatever, and then have him yeah, out for a long the, time. What, you give Murphy a push, push with an underage girlfriend? That's his gimmick? What else is he going to do? I don't know. I don't also, think he's going to do anything. Yeah. Murphy's gone. But the, but the problem with that idea is that Seth's on the Survivor Series team. And there's one spot open. Who gets it? Is it just Ray in a second chance match? Oh, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. <sighs> CM Punk. <laughs> sure. It's gonna change Who would have the... ever thought that, when, that that joke I just made would have still been a better comeback for CM Punk than that whole, he's oh on my some God. talk show later. He's on, he's on a talk show where he can kind of badmouth us, but not really. Bye. <laughs> and that's it. And he's been on there five or six times, maybe. And we never saw him again. He's poochie. Um, yeah, so so I I don't know what you how you get rid of Seth Rollins. It's gotta be a way. Well, if if you have Murphy do it, then you gotta work Murphy, and I don't think they wanna work Murphy. They don't Do you do you get rid of Seth and then put Murphy and Ray on the team as the last two guys? Mm, then they can win. That's possible because it doesn't matter who wins. Why not give them that? I guess. Oh, that's a really good idea because uh, it would at least mean it would at least be a callback. It would be, yeah. oh, yeah that's, yeah, that's a nice little bow on the thing. I sure. Guess. It's going to suck. 
Okay. And then well, Murphy can say, my underage girlfriend went back to her home planet, and he can start something else out. <laughs> yes. It's going to be that eventually. I she know. is going to be forgotten, right? I know. Murphy's going to stick around. She is not. Let's make it even the worst possible scenario here. Last member of the team, Lars Sullivan. Oh, God. I forgot he even existed. Well, and then, oh, and then he and Braun Strowman punch each other to a double count out to get them out of the match. <laughs> there. Um, did I book it? Did I do it? Uh, High five. Okay. All right. Anything else? No. Okay. Not a good week. <laughs> no, and we have Survivor Series on Sunday, which is going to suck. So, well, oh well. We'll see. Maybe it'll be amazing. May No. No, it can't be. Oh, well, we'll see. At least Drew versus Reigns, I think I'll want to see. So that's something, right? Yeah, but I think you called the ending perfectly. I know. It's going to be that stupid be that low blow, blow thing. thing. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Okay. I believe uh, that's our program, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and become a patron of the show. Help support the show. And uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. And until next time, bye, everybody.